Three beers later. Okay, uh, three beers later, episode number. I don't know, 34? Nailed it. Okay. You're really good at this. 34. That seems like a divisible number. It is, but not by anything we care about. Okay. Yeah. Just 17 and two, and that's it, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I have brought a growler tonight. I think that's the first time in history that's happened. I can't either confirm nor deny that, so. I think that's true. Sure. Um, Growler 34s. You can cut it in half and go growler 17, so it's prime. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what we did for 17. Well, there's so. 17s, but then we have a rule on 17s. Yeah. We just had to I back our way into it. Look out for 51. Uh, we'll tell you what the beer is in nah. just a second. We have a couple different guests tonight. One is Lance. Uh, he goes by NapLC on the Twitter. If you are familiar with the Twitter world surrounding the red clad team, you're likely familiar with this man. Lance, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, thank you. Pull that thing up to your mouth a little. All right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. I like that. Get right in there. I, I thought it was Napic for a long time. I thought it was an I. Everyone does. Yeah. And it's Napolk. Uh, yeah, I've been I've gotten that for twenty years online, Napic. So yeah, I, I answered to both. <laughs> you know, I actually I remember you from the old like Husker Extra. I mean red clad extra. Hey. Sorry. Well, I, I have uh, a feeling that rule is gonna be broken. Yeah, maybe tonight. a little. Yeah. Uh, their their old like comments and message boards and whatever else they had back in like '05. Yeah. Because Whoa, that's good. It is good. We're not talking about okay. that yet. That was like my first foray into the internet world of message boards and things like that. Because I went to college and had a laptop and things like that. And anyway, for whatever you, reason, I remember you commenting on those things. I'm like, how ah, this guy? He knows his stuff. Wow. Because I've been on, I've been Nap LC online since 1997. That's cool. You got one consistent thing. Yeah, and it's my AOL login from, uh, from, uh, I you know, email was a, was a new thing back then. Yeah, and, you know, and and so um, we had one email for the family. So LC Lance Kathy, that's mm. then my wife and I. Oh, so, I was yeah. wondering what the C was. Yeah. How does like, Kathy feel about you kind of monopolizing it? I don't think she has any idea. <laughs> she doesn't care. I remember last week when I said Kathy with a C and you guys berated Because me. it was Kathy Ireland. Well, that's Kathy with a K. Thank you. Yeah. What, are you supposed to know if she's K or C? It's Kathy Some Ireland. Some Kathys are Kathys with a C. I just wanted to make that point clear, and I clearly have. You you win. Yep. I win. You win. Thank you. Congratulations. I have won. Uh, so Lance is here. We're going to talk to him about food in just a second. He, lo- he likes to post pictures of food which I am very interested oh. in. Mark has brought toppers. Yeah, that's food. Which is weird. <laughs> it's the worst pizza, but you get, get two things for five ninety nine each. Um, so. We have some pizza to talk about, I'm pretty sure. Great. Um, and we have another thing, and it kind of involves Twitter again. Um, there was this man once upon a time. Um, he was a highly touted red-clad quarterback in the 2004 or 2004 or 5 signing class. Um, five? Yep. Nailed it. 2005 signing we class. We probably discussed him together on the Hus- Husker Extra message boards. Probably. So, yeah. um, very, um, he was seen as a very important player for a certain red-clad coach named Bill Callahan, William Callahan. 
Um, and it didn't quite work for work out for him at Nebraska, and, or and then he went to North Carolina State, and then he went to another place like North Alabama or something like some, that. Yeah, some nobody school. And it didn't really work out for him at all of those places. Um, he's known for his eccentric personality. His name is Harrison Beck, and he is the Cleanosaur CEO. Goat janitor. He is the greatest janitor of all time, and he'll be calling into the show in like 10 minutes. Are you excited? I am. Are you nervous? He called into a day job today. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> and uh, Un- Unprompted, unprovoked. We yeah. had given him this phone number, which is the same phone number as right. day job. And we're assuming he just Googled it and said, yeah, I want to talk to them too. I don't know that. That seems about right. Um, So that happened, and here we are right now. We have many questions to ask, obviously. Um, But the beer is Ziplines. I was just at the Zipline. By the way, I just, you know, I had myself a pretty good night. I went out and hit some golf balls, and then I went across town, and I went to the local and had a sandwich. Wait, the local or local? Well, local. Local, I guess. I don't, I don't know which is which, but the place with I want to get it right. Fifty one sixty eight beer attached okay. to it. Had a couple of those. Had a sandwich. Filled up my growler at Zipline with their Mosaic IPA, and it is very good. This is the Mosaic IPA, mm-hmm. not the Mosaic White. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Cool. I didn't know they had a Mosaic IPA. I wanted to get their Country White. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't have it on tap. So here we are. Here we are. Zipline, I don't know, man. They could do no wrong. Lance, you're also drinking Zipline? I, yep. I am. This is uh, Copper Alt, and it's uh, I've classic. never heard of it. You've, you've never had it? Oh, I've had it. It's a, <laughs> oh, it's yeah, a classic. Yeah. It's it's the best beer. Absolutely. It's my happy beer. Um, How the show works is we have three beers. Now, we might fall short there tonight. I think this the growler is seventy four or sixty two sixty four sixty four mm-hmm. ounces and six normal beers is seventy two ounces. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's and that. I think you're a heavy pourer. I am. So I happen to be a heavy pourer. So well, I might win for yours, less so on mine. That was on purpose. I did pour <laughs> the growlers on my side of the table. Three beers, three different categories of things to talk about. Although that obviously will be broken tonight, people. Events and ideas are the three different beers. Lance has never, not only never listened to this podcast, never listened to a podcast at all. So he's the new guy. And I would like to tell you that this is not how normal podcasts are done. Okay. Actually, maybe there, maybe it is. I have no idea. I've never listened to podcasts. I've never listened to another podcast. Uh, But I have listened to this podcast like twice. Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I'm in it. Oh, yeah. I live it. So Yeah, but never remember what happens. It's true. Yeah. Then do you second guess yourself? Do you critique yourself afterwards? Well, people like people tweet at us and they're like, here's my review or like this is what happened during the show. Here's a comment about something that, that you did. And I'm like, you know what? I did say that. And I see those and you guys have quite the following. So I think there's about what, five thousand. People? Five thousand people. Yeah. It's amazing. There's five it, people. It fills my timeline. <laughs> All the way up. Um, I mentioned earlier that Lance is known for 
food. I post a lot of food on Twitter, and then I just get really hungry, and it ends up being a detrimental thing to my health. But um, what, like, so do you consider yourself a chef? No. Oh no, not at all. Um, I made a lot of bad meals, and I. It used to be a division of labor at our house. You know, the wife and I would just each cook, and she's terrible. Oh, God, she's horrible. <laughs> and it's not that I was really good. It's just that she was really bad. <laughs> and by mutual consent, we just decided that, well, okay, you'll cook, and I'll clean up. And then she never cleans up anymore. So whatever. It's my kitchen. and the house, Your domain. Yeah. My my house is about half kitchen. It's a pretty good-sized kitchen. But it's like I guess I've never had any, any of the food, so I don't know. But it looks fantastic, and there's a lot of words that I don't understand, so that's always a good thing. It's edible, and I have a lot of toys. So, yeah. I think you're selling yourself, like, a lot short here. Well, I'm pretty used to it. What's your What's your most indispensable toy? Uh, my 14-inch cast iron pan. Really? Ooh, I love that thing. It's huge. I can't even lift it. It's, it's, it's amazing. And so the great thing about it is um, that... Uh, if my wife ever decides to, uh, you know, get mad at me or whatever and beat me, <laughs> she can't lift it either. So I'm safe. <laughs> so yeah, but it's a it's a it's a really good tool. It's well seasoned. It's well used. Make uh, about everything in it. See, I've got I've got one cast iron that's very well seasoned. I'm sure it's generations old. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I bought myself a cast iron like grill skillet. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to season it well, and it really makes me mad. I can't clean it well, and then I can't season it well. Yeah, and yeah. there's so many ridges in it. The trick it. is to barely clean them. Yeah, Just barely clean them. But there, yeah. but it, there's so many ridges in that grill. Like I can do that with a regular skillet. Mm-hmm. I have a really hard time with the grill one. Yeah, it's disappointing. What do you mean the grill one? It's got grill lines on it, but it's built into the skillet. Yeah, yeah. It's just a cast iron skillet with grill lines. And then what the, he's saying is just leave it, basically. Yeah. Well, but that sounds gross. I mean, clean turn, it a little bit. Turn the heat up high. Burn it off. Yeah, you're good to go. Put some oil on it. But then it gets smoky in the house. Well, that's that's Which why I have no a, problem with. You need a really good fan. A, a good fan, a good hood, and I have neither of those. Yeah, yeah. They're hard to come by. You uh, rent out your kitchen? Is that? I uh, no. And can I come play in your no, playground? I'm, I'm never in. I'm never not in there. That's the problem. <laughs> I've got my. I've got my TV. I got my Roku. I've got all my stuff in there. I'm. I'm really never, in the kitchen with you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nice. yeah. I'm never not in there. Yeah. So I I look at you and I feel like I see my future because we. We are following that same timeline where we both cook, and then I just cook, and she goes, okay, well, I'll clean, and now that's kind of slipping. And Yeah, yeah, she finds other things to do. Sure. It's, it's, uh, it's all right. She doesn't interrupt my show. I'm binge-watching <laughs> something usually. or Like, I just watched Baby Driver last night for the first time. How was it? It was millennial porn is what it was. It was Wow, it was, I'm millennial. That's fine. Hey, you know, and, and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Millennials are great. I mean, you guys have to take care of us when we get older. But, yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I know. Uh, well, the generation ahead of me is the one that's doing all the trouble here. So. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a good show. It was all right. It was uh, loud cars going fast. Cute girl. I never did see it. That's all you need. No? Yeah. No. I thought you did. No. Huh. Literally, that's the story right there. And he listens to music a lot. Cars going fast. Cute girl. Cute girl. Cute girl. Who's yeah. cute girl? Rose Ivy. And I know her from Downton Abbey, of all things. Back to the portion of the show where I IMDb things. How was Downton Abbey? Love Downton Abbey. Really? We're rewatching it again right now. Yeah. Okay. We're in season three, I think. Um, where are you? What? Where are you? Amazon or where's it at? Uh, yeah, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Mm -hmm. I gotta get Amazon. Amazon's good. There's no Rose Ivy on here. Come on. What? That can't be her name. Michael Rose Ivy. Um, 
Rose. Ruby Rose? No. <laughs> no, don't no. be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. You know Ruby Rose from no. Orange is the New Black? Oh, yeah. Is that, is that her real name? Yeah. No, she's hot. Yeah, she is. And Australian? Almost for sure. Hmm. See a trend growing. Call Michael Brunson, ask him. Uh, yes, Melbourne. Oh, her name is Lily James. Lily James. Lily James. <laughs> ah, Rose Ivy. Whatever. I don't know. Who's Rose Ivy? <laughs> Michael Rose Ivy? Lily. Yeah, I don't, I guess. That's all yeah. I can come up with. I guess. Oh, yeah. He's known for making beats. I believe Pro- that's probably funny. something I saw on the Reddit. Oh, she's in... Um... Downton Abbey? She is in Downton Abbey. No. She's in the movie... Well, maybe. I mean, I, she's <laughs> probably in Downton Abbey. I've never seen Downton Abbey. She's it's in like the movie where... It's uh, it, you have IMDb pulled up. It was just it was just nominated for awards this past year. The fish one. No, no she played not like the a, fish one. The she other was one. The Cinderella too, wasn't she? The Cinderella one. My oh. wife and daughter saw that. I, it's not my I never saw that. I, I thought I was gonna have to, and I didn't. I I've dodged out quite a few of those. <laughs> Darkest hour. Oh, I didn't see that one. Darkest hour. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yep, she was in that. Good Nailed conversation. It. Nailed it. Good conversation. Yep. We've already passed the point where we're looking things up on IMDb. So is, is your bread your your best item? Uh, apparently it is. It's water, flour, yeast, and salt. And it's kind of a combination of a recipe that I found from uh, uh, a guy who knows my, my, my cooking spirit animal, who is uh, Kenji Lopez-Alt mm-hmm. from SeriousEats.com. Um, nice. Uh, but he knows this guy. He he knows this guy named Jim Leahy, who, who is like the pizza king, pizza dough king of uh, New York City, I guess. And so this guy has his uh, his 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 uh, no need bread dough is what it is, and it's it's literally those four things: water, flour, yeast, and salt. You put it in a bowl. You don't even touch it. You mix it together. You cover it. You let it sit for like four hours, and you get a a, a, a cast iron enamel pot, hot like scorching hot in your oven. Drop it in there bake it for like half an hour take the lid off bake it for another 10 minutes deep golden crust really great inside and it's 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 good people so like it in like a like a dutch oven sort of thing yeah dutch oven yeah uh-huh yeah yeah see that, i feel like you too this is well good. he actually he sent me this recipe hell a year or two ago at this point but you've always said that you're a baker i know i know and i have this recipe just sitting there okay and, and this is a foolproof bread recipe i mean you cannot mess this up I don't have a Dutch oven, and I, like I've been obsessed with getting a Dutch oven since I got that recipe. Mm. And I'm hoping, you know, birthday is tomorrow. I have so. two. Your birthday is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. So Let's if you're Salvador Perez, yeah, Salvi's birthday, also <laughs> mine. Um, you you use them a lot because that that's been the argument against it. It's like, well, I have this bread recipe, and I don't know when else I would use it. Do you use your Dutch ovens a lot? I use them for everything. Really? I use them for stews, I use them for soups and uh, yeah, browning things like mushrooms and stuff and. Get some morels at home right now. I'm really excited to try tomorrow. Yeah, it's that season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I found them at the farmers market. Yeah. And oh, okay. Scandalously priced, sixty dollars a pound. Oh, oh yeah, God. I mean, like it's they're crazy. crazy. Like we went out, we used to go out and and hunt them, and like they're tough to come by. Like you got to go to the right area. So oh, yeah. I can understand why they they cost so. And much. I and this woman had this huge huge basket of them, and I was like, oh my gosh, where did you get all those? And she just looked at me like, and I was like, immediately I knew you can't ask that. Right, exactly. <laughs> you can't ask That's where somebody secret. gets there. No, 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 no. They, they, people will kill for their their morale spots. So she, absolutely, she told me it was somewhere up uh, in northeast Nebraska. I'm like, yeah, right. That's kind of <laughs> right. where that yeah. was where I uh-huh. went. I couldn't find shit. Yeah, it was terrible. She imported them from northeast Nebraska. 
And that's why you're paying so much money for mm-hmm. them, obviously. We were down about this time last year down in Indian Cave and saw people hiking with their heads towards the ground and couldn't figure out why until mm-hmm. saw some flyer morale season. Mm-hmm. Show enough. My guess is a lot of it comes from the river area. I mean, there's a lot of trees. It's moist. I'm sure. We drove up I-29 pretty much. Just look for it on the west side and the east side. Just, yeah. The Los Hills of Iowa. Yes. Yeah. little geography there for you. <laughs> geology. Sorry, not geography. Geology. Um, our, our good friend Klinosaur is not called in yet, so we'll get there whenever we get there, and that's that's fine. It's cool. It's just going to happen whenever it happens. Uh, Mark, how's your pizza? I haven't had the pizza yet. I had a topper stick, and I got the pepperoni topper sticks, and it was greasy. Are you surprised by that? No, I'm not. I'm not surprised by toppers at all. Like I said, it's my least favorite. What did you do? Why did you buy it? Why did I buy it? Because I needed food. And I didn't... I know last week, that asshole Chris Basnett came and brought food for himself, but not everybody else. And I thought, hey, that's not cool. You need to bring food for everybody. So I brought food for everybody, and then I got here, and you guys said... We both ate. You you had eaten. We're not going to eat. Now it's just sitting in the corner. Sorry. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, all right. So now we're going to stop what we're doing. Well, we're not going to stop drinking beer, really. We're going to continue to do that. And we are going to be joined on the phone by the Cleanosaur CEO, Harrison Beck. Hello, Harrison. Welcome. This is the greatest janitor to ever live, Harrison Beck. How are you guys? We're fantastic. I'm really glad that was you on the other end of the line because yeah. we didn't screen that at all we just or anything. Through. We just threw you on I the need microphones. I to ask you a question. Yeah. The counter that your microphone is on, is it clean, disinfected, polished, and protected? None of those. It's very dirty and sticky. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like you need to request a cleanosaur. Do you like what? What? So I would have to. What would I have to do in order to request a Cleanosaur? I would have to get on the app and just it, like it's that easy. Just type in your address and they show up right now. Go to Cleanosaur.com and register as a customer and upload your green dot Uber one week of payment card that you have. Make sure it's validated by Stripe. And go ahead and fill out the details. Wait, wait, wait. wait. One be- what is one any bedroom, of that? I didn't one understand. One apartment. What is any of those things? One bathroom. Small kitchen area. Nice area with a one couch, maybe a lazy boy. 37 Define a small screen, kitchen area. With Roku channels. Hopefully ESPN, give or take, Fox Sports. BTN? Send out the request. It'll hit every cleaner's phone within 20 miles, and they'll put up their KFC bucket, (laughs) wash their hands, get their handheld carrier with 99-cent spick and span and other great chemicals, load them up in their vehicle, drive to your house. You'll watch them drive to your house. You'll watch them potentially stop at a gas station and pick up a red line. I don't know. Maybe some gum. Most likely a pack of menthol, Marlboro Smooth. And you'll wonder why it's taking so long. But they'll eventually arrive. They'll hit arrive in the app, and it'll send you a notification. And they'll knock on your door and say, Hey, it's Selena. 
Me llamo es Selena. <laughs> and uh, Harrison, has this business been lucrative for you? Are, are you are you really the goat janitor? Are you the richest janitor in the world? I the other day I did a Google search <laughs> and I typed in I typed in greatest janitors to ever live. Uh-huh. To ever live. And if you type that in for actors or you type that in for you know, greatest athletes ever live, you get numerous. But for this one, there was seven. And one of them was Freddy Cougar. I don't know if you guys know this, but Freddy Cougar, before he became a dream demon, was a janitor at his local high school. Freddy Cougar? Not Freddy Cougar. Who's Freddy Cougar? John Cougar's brother. <laughs> So what's the, the dirtiest situation you've found yourself in, Harrison? <laughs> That's a interesting question. I can remember a situation where I was with a housekeeper and we were in the EVS closet. I said, we got to empty this trash can and she dumped it over in a red liquid poured out all over her hands. And I said to her, that doesn't look like a great situation at all. Her hands were dry from the latex gloves and cracked from hard canolic cleaner chemicals as the red liquid just slowly dripped and poured into each crack and crevice of her cuticle. And I said, you know what closet this is, right, Cindy? And she said, what closet is this? It's the closet to the blood lab where they do the blood work. And she said, oh, my God. And I said, don't worry. Don't worry. Calm down. I'm sure something terrible is going to happen, but it won't kick in for at least a couple more hours, probably a few weeks. You'll probably forget about it until you start to feel it. And she looked up at me terrified, and I said, now get back to work. And uh, I walked in the blood lab, and I said, hey, our housekeeper, she just poured a red liquid all over her hands from the pail you provided. And they said, don't worry, don't worry, that's just the testing dye. <laughs> I said, I said, no, it wasn't, but <laughs> I'll make sure to tell her that. So how's Cindy doing? She didn't make it. <laughs> um, this is a beer podcast. How many beers have you had today? Well, I have had zero beers. Why? Because I, I drink VPs. Dr. Peps? Vodka Powerade. <laughs> oh, VPs. VPs. I yeah. thought you said DPs. Vodka Powerades. How many vodka Powerades deep are you? Well, I just fish, finished an entire episode of Tucker Carlson. <laughs> and so I'm almost caught up to those three beers that you guys are on. We're only on our second right now, but we're getting there. What's the Powerade the flavor of choice? The problem when I drink beer uh-huh. is that I wear a helmet and one, two are used for the helmet, one on each side, 
with a straw in my mouth. Sure. And the third one is in my hand. So they go pretty quickly. What's the, I mean, what's the strategy there? So you got the straw going into your mouth and you're also pouring the third beer into your mouth at the same time. Or is there, is like, you have to make sure that there's constant beer going down. Like, like I want to know how Harrison drinks beer. Like I, I, I know there has to be a special strategy to it. Tell me about it. The first three or four have to be drinking rather quickly. Like, Hey, I'm Harrison. First beer's done. How are you doing? Second beer's done. Really? That's a great story. Third beer's done. Hey, is this your dog? Fourth beer's done. And then you start into the rest of the pack. So within the first five minutes of me knocking on your door, four to five beers have already been drank. And now it's time to watch some football. (laughs) <laughs> How far can you still throw the pigskin? You would be astonished at how far I can throw football. Astonish us, Harrison. Yes, please. The other day, I saw a tweet storm by Kurt Warner, and his oh, yeah. ugly wife with short hair was suggesting <laughs> he could still play at 47. And I said, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt. You need to step aside and watch old H back take a bounce back that he bought off Amazon.com. It's half a football right. with half a flat edge. It costs $10. I call it my chew toy. <laughs> and I go out on the side of my house and I drop back and the stop sign is a flat route. And the oak tree, the curl, and the brick wall is the backside dig. <laughs> By the time I get to my third read, I fire a Christmas cannon right down the heart of Moby Dick's throat, and he swallows the rock. <laughs> the entire whale explodes. <laughs> I've thrown it so hard. No better feeling in the world. There is no better feeling in the world. So you have any interest in this new XFL thing with Vince McMahon? You going to sign on? Am I going to sign on? Yeah, you're going to play? You can still chuck it. I would imagine pretty soon I will be in the WWF. Oh, the other Vince McMahon thing. janitor to ever live. (laughs) And when I come out, all of a sudden the stadium will be pitch black and quiet. And stars will be glowing upon the rafters. And you'll just hear a set of keys jangling from the side of a pair of Lee dungarees. (laughs) What is your WWE name? Greatest janitor. That's it. No, it has to be better than that. It has to be more creative than that. You can't just be greatest janitor of all time. Apparently you can. I don't believe him. What's your uh... bag? Goat janitor. Do you, you have a, a signature move, a finisher? Absolutely. So what happens is I get in the ring and I orate the masses and the crowd and all your wives and 
all your sons, they look up at me. <laughs> hey there, John. Hey, Tom. Hey, Laura. <laughs> and I stare upon their faces and they admire me from afar in their seats. They just went to the concession stand and got themselves a Budweiser and one of those red-colored Nebraska hot dogs. Right. They're half-eaten into it before they stop chewing with the food sitting in their cheeks as they look upon the greatest janitor of all time holding the legs of his opponent with his face in the mat like a side-by-side strip-and-wax machine, glossing his entire torso and upper front of his body across the ring, sliding back and forth, only to turn and sit on his back and pull his legs all the way to his neck into a janitorial scorpion deathlock tap-out. Devastating. Absolutely devastating. Is you have a you have an entry song? You have a thought when about I that? Done, I will drop the janitor keys on his back <laughs> and tell him to lock up for the night. <laughs> hey, uh, I meant to ask you something. When sure, you while you were <laughs> at Nebraska, did you enjoy your time here? Like you I were loved it. like when you were just basically, you know, learning to be a college kid. Um, what were the things that you got into at Nebraska? Uh, it was, I mean, there's a lot of things. Nebraska is a pretty special place. You drive in off I-80 and see Memorial Stadium, and it's this big pantheon of just, you know, just glory. You just drive in, and you're just, you can just imagine all the intergalactic battles that have occurred over the last 40 years. And you think about things like, uh, you know, Eric Crouch when he used to play and Scott Frost and, and, uh, you know, just all, you know, all the great running backs, Corey Schlesinger and, and, uh, Porkchop, Corey Ross, all these folks, you know, and, uh, the thing, the thing that's tripping me out is I think once they left the under center option football, I think they ripped the heart and soul out of the program by doing that. And, and I think that folks used to be uh, extremely intimidated to go into that stadium because they knew Nebraska was going to run for minimum 350 yards right up the middle, right down their throat. And then they were going to play great black shirt defense. And I just think it was a terrifying experience for opponents who were, you know, maybe dealing with the, the, uh, the evolution of spread and, you know, folks are starting to throw the ball and, you know, you, you know, even just if you go back to the early two thousands, you know, you got Josh Heupel at Oklahoma, they're throwing the ball and Oklahoma state's throwing the ball and they're in the big 12 and all these schools are throwing the ball, Missouri. And then all of a sudden they got to go play, in the trenches with the hogs and they got to, they got to find out like the men from the boys. And I really think it was just an overall terrifying experience that you don't see in college football anymore. Georgia tech tries to mimic it. 
and they go like, you know, five and seven and 10 and one and five and seven and 10 and one, and they're inconsistent with it. And I don't think anybody's ever done it better than the Nebraska Cornhuskers. But uh, I think it's been a challenge ever since they tried to change the culture. And I think it's had residual effects over time because uh, it's a big difference between option to throwing to West Coast to even what they're doing now with Scott Frost. You have to find a different type of athlete. Um, You have to find, you know, you're looking for, you know, running backs. You know, you're looking for, you know, web backs and slot receivers, things like that, instead of just big, tough, physical linemen and running backs. The other challenge you're having right now ever since they joined the Big Ten is that they they have to go to the coal mines to find kids in Ohio and Pennsylvania and and Michigan and these northern schools. Well, guess what? These kids grew up on Penn State, Ohio State, you know, University of Michigan. And so in college football recruiting, they always say you want a lineman, you go up north, you know, you want a quarterback, go to Pittsburgh, you know, things like that. Well, well, they're having to compete with, with these uh, bloodline, you know, the same way you have Nebraska bloodlines, there's Ohio State bloodlines, they're having to compete with that. Whereas when they were in the Big 12, they could swing down to Oklahoma, Texas, you know, Arizona, things like that, and get players. And uh, I think that's had an effect as well. But, okay, so besides football, like your time in Lincoln, d- describe describe it to us. My time in Lincoln was a – it was – it was uh, – it was interesting. Um you know, uh, there again. I, I, that's what I'm alluding to is there is a massive culture change, and I don't necessarily think that uh, that it was it was the very beginning of kind of this uh, this chasm that was getting ready to kind of splinter and tear everything apart, and uh, and it was just uh, you know, Nebraska is a different place. There's no oceans in Nebraska. There's you know, it's in the middle of the country. You know, you get a feel for why politicians go to places like Nebraska and Iowa and they beg for the vote because um, it's just a unique and interesting place. And I think for me, uh, I just think that, uh, you know, it, w- it was probably a little too far uh, away from my support system. And uh, it was probably just a, ended up kind of being a different experience than maybe the one I was uh, envisioning or the way that my conversations had went with Coach Callahan or other people. And uh, just, you know, well, that's kind of kind of what I wanted to ask you about, because you, you seem to have this reverence for the, the history of Husker football and, and the tradition of the, the option game and the hard nosed running game. But. That's not necessarily your game, was it? Like, what drew you to Nebraska then? If because you're you're not going to be an option quarterback. Yeah, but you got to remember in 2005, you know, all of a sudden they're selling this, you know, Trey Wright 200 jet wide stick X slant on <laughs> Trey fake 99 naked right wide slide X circle out, you know, uh, you know. Green right ninety three week up to a black fifty eight Exxon. You know they're they're basically 
selling this package of plays and audibles. And, uh, and I don't, I really don't think that the team in general was ready for that change. And, uh, it was confusing. Um, you know, you had, you, we had, uh, you had Zach Taylor coming in, you had other guys on the Joe Daly's leaving all kind of upset. And, uh, Coach Callahan's under a bunch of pressure. He's already not the the best uh, soft skills, um, you know, individual of all time. So I just, like I said, I just think that there was uh, kind of converging, uh, you know, kind of planets colliding, and uh, there wasn't really a, a great, uh, great opportunity there that I thought there would be. Describe yourself coming out of high school. Like, what what did you want? What did you want to be? And I guess how did you envision yourself fitting into that? Like, it seems like to me you just wanted to you just wanted to chuck it. You know, you just wanted to be that guy. That was a lot of terminology in that offense, obviously to learn. Um, you know, look, I went I went to Nebraska and I left there. And I go to NC State, and that might have been even worse. So really the first three or so years of my career were kind of, you might as well just took a match and just set them on fire and uh, and just burnt down the city with it because there wasn't, it just wasn't going to, it was just a series of mistakes that I, I probably um, should be accountable for and made. But... I mean, you know, I did finish my career, although it was at North Alabama where we had 27 Division One transfers on our team um, from Florida State and Pittsburgh and Alabama and Georgia. We had 27 guys that had the same and similar career paths that I had started my career with. And it was kind of uh, unusual when we got together since we all had the same kind of uh, – situations occur we got together and really bonded over it and I mean I did throw for 4,000 yards and score 40 touchdowns in one season without really even trying that hard and a lot of that was because Terry Bowden which is Bobby Bowden's son he uh he's an old school 1990s coach and so they kind of have a hands-off approach and he installed an offense and he would say he basically was like, "Okay, we're going to run the spread, and uh, you're going to call, you know, all the plays for yourself because I don't have time to, you know, really sit there and and uh, and uh, you know, me call all the plays. You're the one running them. You should call all your own plays." And so I got into a situation where I would run, you know, seventy plays a game like it like I was playing Xbox myself and I didn't have to get told to throw in the flat or throw a swing route or do this or that. I mean, when you play college football, you like what what is the point of coaches? Like really, I mean besides timeouts and you know, make getting the games coordinated and some of the charity events and stuff. Like, they're not the ones throwing or running or doing anything. And I'll be honest with you, football is the last industry uh, left that probably, you know, needs 
some kind of, uh, I don't want to say like cultural, cultural revolution, but these, these are type A individuals. These are micromanagers. These are people who literally like your coach thinks that you're an Xbox controller. And when they press X, you're supposed to throw the slant. When they, when they press O, you're supposed to throw the, you know, the flat or, you know, whatever it is. And it's, uh, there's a sense of like rebelliousness or like bucking like a Bronco. Like if you're like a wild horse on the frozen tundra, like, you know, Curly from city slickers, like he's the (laughs) only one that could find and ride the white horse, you know, there. And, and there's a sense of that. And I've seen it, seen it probably kill so many players. Um, because it just, what's you know if you're not really playing the coach is playing you and i know that might sound awkward or selfish but you would probably see a higher return on your investment from a lot of quarterbacks um and i could go on a list of elite 11 quarterbacks quarterbacks top 10 in the united if you're top 10 quarterback in the united states of america you're that means you're the that means you're top 10 quarterback in the entire world out of you know, whatever it is now, 6 billion people, you're one of 10 people that's the highest rated quarterback player. And for so many of them to have challenges due to this kind of combination of being young and, you know, needing maybe some support and you're still developing and learning, et cetera, cut these, these, uh, this, this, uh, you know, um, salad bowl kind of, uh, experience that happens, and then you combine that with like severe micromanagement, and it's it's really just uh, it can it's really causing a lot of challenges, and that's why we have quarterbacks in the NFL right now um, that are ruining their game, um, you know, and that's why in the draft, that's why you're not seeing Dan Marinos and Jim Kellys anymore or Boomer Esiason's, you're not seeing John Elway's anymore, Brett Favre's. You're seeing, like, you know, I, I don't even know what you call them. Like, you're seeing, like, Sam Darnold's and, like, Josh Rosen's and players that are great, but, you know, they're just not rattlesnakes. They're not, you know, they're not, like, old-school gunslinging sons of bitches. So those old school gunslinging sons of bitches, you know, you've got aging quarterbacks in the NFL right now. You've got Aaron Rodgers, you've got Tom Brady, you've got Ben Roethlisberger. When they're gone, are you worried about what's left in the NFL? Absolutely. Um, I never liked Aaron Rodgers. I, he was my, he was my, uh, I love Brett Favre. I thought he had a, I just thought he had like a blue collar passion just like a great, like, he was just like, he just looked like he just was like having fun. And Aaron Rodgers just seems kind of like smug and senile to me. He, but when I was at the elite 11 camp, he was one of the coaches there. And, uh, he always had this really like awkward chin piece, kind of like facial hair. And, and he kind of has like these big bug eyes that don't blink. And he, and he kind of stares at you and, um, you know, he, he's a great athlete, but he's very, like, cynical and pessimistic. 
And uh, I remember one time I was playing Chase Daniel in NCAA, and I was I was beating his ass in NCAA. And I was like, you know, hey, I'm like Chase, you suck. Like, send me a send me a contender, not a pretender. And I'm talking all this uh, shit to Chase Daniel, and Aaron Rodgers is sitting behind me, and he he says, Harrison like really soft and feminine Harrison. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Aaron, what, 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 what the fuck do you want? And he's like, Harrison, why do you say fuck so much? <laughs> and I, and I remember I just, I stared at him the same way a Nile crocodile stares at a Serengeti deer sipping at the pond Creek and I just kept talking shit to Chase Daniels because there was no way I was going to listen to Chin Piece. <laughs> and uh, and that was kind of it. And, you know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers voted me most likely to play early in college huh. at the Elite 11. So I was like, thanks, Aaron, man. Maybe you're <laughs> not so bad after all, right? Um, but that was – but it's back to your question about NFL quarterbacks. Yeah, they're when you have Case Keenum in Denver, um, that's a problem. I don't know if I need to expound beyond that, but <laughs> no, that, when no. Case Keenum's your quarterback, that's <laughs> why do uh, why do NC State fans hate you? NC State fans, these guys. If you could imagine where every the if if this was the 2016 election and they were kind of like, hey, we're in the state of North Carolina, we're live, all the votes are coming in. Let's see where Hillary's getting all the votes. Like the entire city of Raleigh uh, would be with her, <laughs> and so it probably starts right there. They're kind of. Uh, Look, they're they're a sorry, sad sap of a school. They're they they're in the ACC, which is a basketball focused school um, with Chapel Hill and Duke, and that's all they really care about. And then NC State pretends to be important in basketball. They accidentally upset you know Duke once every three years, and and uh, and you know the students get all fired up for the basketball team. But one thing I noticed about NC State is they have this brilliant loser mentality where, like, eight and four to them is, like, a historic season. And, and they, they, just don't have, uh, they just don't have a culture of uh, folks winning the Heisman. Um, they don't have a culture of, like, you know, you know, being on big time national television games, being in orange bowls, things like that. Whereas if you play at Nebraska or at a bigger school, you know, they got Johnny Rogers and Scott Frost and Eric Krauts and they got all these, you know, famous, you know, uh, upper echelon players. NC State's kind of just a, you know, they're like, uh, they're like a Syracuse. They're like, you know, they're just like a Maryland. They're, you know, they're good. They're a D one school, but they're, you know, not great. They're NC State. Yeah, absolutely, NC State. Hey, you know, when I went there, 
Um, I thought we were going to make NC State great again. They had Chuck Amato, and this guy was a uh, old school uh, Jim McMahon loving. He just was a great coach. He was the same as Terry Bowden, and uh, things were looking great. I mean, you, you, if you would have if you would have seen that, uh, you know, obviously I had to sit out that year, but uh, every, we were all fired up. Like we're gonna get ready to do the damn thing, and then I go home for Christmas. And uh, I'm home for like three days, and they fire Chuck. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I just left Nebraska, and now they fired Chuck. So that those first two or three years were like just, you know, a, a whirlwind of like, of like, dear God. Well, Harrison, before we let you go, I got to ask, like, what's next for Queen of Like, what's what's the vision? Where Where's that, that going? Um... Clanosaur is actually uh, actually amazing. We have uh, we have cleaners in Las Vegas and Los Angeles. We have cleaners in New York and London. We have cleaners in India. Um, we have a cleaner and uh, a few cleaners in Australia. Um, we have cleaners in Florida and Austin and really all over. The key is going to keep. Uh, getting downloads and getting cleaners uh, uploaded into the system and connecting them to customers and to continue uh, growing. And so uh, it looks pretty amazing. We have a great investment group. We have a fantastic, uh, we have a fantastic uh, group of engineers and, and uh, full stack developers um, that work on it every day. And uh, we got some huge updates coming out soon. And that's just going to be, uh, you know, keep uh, keep pushing the limit. I'd imagine by, uh, I'd imagine by probably 2020, we'll be doing, you know, 15,000 cleans a month. Um, so that'll be good for us. That'll be we're doing about 5,000 cleans a month right now. Um, so that'll that's a good nice goal for us. And uh, I'll end up going down as the uh, greatest alumni in the history of North Carolina state, um, well over Philip rivers. And, uh, I imagine a scenario where I go to a corn Husker game. Okay. I'm going to call before to the press, uh, the press release folks for the corn Huskers. And it's going to be halftime right before the band comes out. And you're going to look up at the HD screen and all of a sudden it's going to go silent. And then, hi, I'm Harrison. CEO <laughs> And the entire Nebraska <laughs> stadium is going to go, Cleanosaur! Thank you, Harrison. Have a great Thanks. evening. Enjoy the rest of your time. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope that you can come on the day job sometime when we can talk some football. Absolutely. All right. Harrison, you're the man. See you later. See ya. What a guy. Honestly. Good to see he's overcome his shyness. <laughs> I feel like if this was the day job, I would say, let's take a break. Because I feel like I need a break right now to gather my thoughts. One. Play a couple sounders. Two. We've been drinking. But honestly, 
That's not going to happen. So now I have to just keep talking. And it's hard for me now. There's got to be some kind of... We haven't been talking very much for the last half hour. Yeah. Some sort of decompression there. I wanted him... I wanted him so badly to tell me how much he drank while he was here. <laughs> you know? He, he couldn't get off the football. I, I He loves it. Like, isn't you, that crazy? You asked him about his Lincoln experience. Yes. I don't think he had a Lincoln experience no. beyond football. That, that was the Lincoln experience. Isn't that crazy? Like, that dude, for, for as, you know... Weird as the other stuff is, he freaking loves college football. Yeah. Like, he loves college. Like, it was the same thing. And, oh, man, this is going to be a whole, this is going to be like a day job it's thing. It's fine. It's fine. It was the exact same thing with the red clad team's defensive coordinator last year. <laughs> I'm dead fucking serious. Robert Disco. Diaco had the same exact thing. It was the same deal. They both loved college football, but they they loved it like, like I don't know. They loved it too much. It was almost like they loved it too much. You know what I mean? It's crazy. He he certainly had a vision for himself. Yeah. And and that didn't come to fruition. That wasn't what happened. Lance? It's gotta be hard as a young kid to have that vision for yourself and to really know. And and your whole family and your whole your whole your whole uh, existence for four or five years is is focused on that, and then to realize at such a young age you're not going to be that. That's got to have a profound effect on a kid, and he probably drank himself to oblivion quite a bit. I don't know if he's realized that yet. I don't know, maybe I don't not. Know if he's realized that yet. I saw this picture. Um, NC NC State fans just rag on him on Twitter and shit like that, and because like, that's why I asked him the NC State question because I see it all the time. NC State fans just shit on him all the time, and they posted this picture of him and when he showed up or when he was at NC state, he's got this huge gut. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, Hmm, I wonder what, what happened there. That was probably after, after the coach got fired. Basically whatever the heck he was talking about. He discovered VPs at that point. That's right. Vodka power aids. (laughs) We ought to have VPs one week on the show. Three VPs later. Three (laughs) VPs later. I I would be, I would be under the table. (laughs) I like how he drinks beer. He constantly has the helmet on with the two <laughs> beers and the straw, and then also another beer in his hand. He's got a sixer just down before he comes in your door. Yeah, he, he has a sixer all. I mean, he's got two in his hand. He's got two on the hat. I mean, that's four down already. Uh, good for him. Uh, good for him. We're almost done, honestly, by the way. Oh, we, I have so much to talk about still. Do you? I, like, Lance has already said like five words. <laughs> I know. And, uh, I am here. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, our beer's almost gone, but that's because we had lots of time to drink while Harrison was talking. We did. Thanks for that, Harrison. There's more beer in the fridge. We'll be fine. Clean us are. Do you want to like? Do you want to talk about stuff? Yeah. Do you really have something to talk? Yeah, about? I have stuff. Hey. Uh, couple things. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. What do you got? You're, you seem like you had something. Hey, I, what, I, what mean, you, I can talk I, about I, anything. I, like, I, there's I, been a lot of I, things I, happening I, in my life recently. I just went to Austin, Texas, for the first time. Yeah, um, hey, did you see Joe Vega? I did not see Joe Vega, uh, as Chris Basnett told me. Damn it. He was a person uh, last week on the podcast. I might have. I went to the bar, apparently, that he always... The Blind Pig. Played at. Yes, I was at the Blind Pig. Um, Joe Vega may have been there. Joe Vega also may be dead. I don't know. <laughs> it has been 
since Chris Bassett had hair since he was there. So. But yeah, right. It's a long time. So long time. I don't know if Joe Vega was there or not. I didn't see him. Hey, what's your opinion of financial managers? Lance, you're not a financial manager, are you? I am not. Okay, just checking. I don't I don't know much about you. What are you? I, I'm an investigator for the state of Nebraska. What are you investigating? Are you investigating us? I am not. We're probably breaking no. lots of no, I rules investigate, right now. Uh, uh, all the bad things that happen in employment around the state. So I'm gonna have to ask sex you. Sex harassment. Oh, okay. We don't do that. We don't do that. Stuff, age okay. discrimination. That kind we of don't thing. do that. Mm-hmm. We probably break lots of rules on the day job and the night job, but not those things. It's only harassment if somebody complains. I've heard that. I've heard that. That's true. We the same thing with the FCC. You can say all the bad words you want as long as nobody complains. As soon as somebody complains, then it's a problem. Then it's profane. This podcast, this is, fucking podcast, is not overseen by the FCC, which is a beautiful thing because those guys are some bitches. <laughs> Pirate broadcast. Thank God for the internet. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about financial managers? What I, do you mean by that? I am sick of people giving my name and phone number oh, to yeah. financial managers. It's just one of those things, man. Like it, if it you can't know, just be one of those things. If you if you know people, I one of your friends of this speaks I'm going to just I don't have friends. I'm just going to go ahead and speak for everybody that's listening to this podcast and that is on this podcast right now. If you have if you have any friends, chances are one of them or one friend of a friend became a financial manager. <laughs> And they don't know anything. And they will get your phone number at all costs. And not only will they get your phone number, they will call you. And that's okay. It's they're just doing their job. Yeah. They're doing their job. And I find myself feeling bad for those people because they have to do it. Mm-hmm. So do you go and sit down with them and have, have coffee? I did. Huh. I have. Yes. And then what do you do? You have Five financial managers now? I have zero. I had coffee. I got some information. I was like, yeah. And now it's over, I think. <laughs> if you're not actively investing, you don't need somebody to manage your money. It's it's it's, it's kind of a scam. I feel it like for as little, like as little money as I have, I just don't need it. <laughs> Fucking day job. Uh, yeah, I, like, in college, it was when I first started getting called. Not from financial managers managers at the time it was pyramid schemes mm, yeah like hey time. brandon gave me your number would you like to sell calling cards sure and then actually as, i don't know what calling I, cards I are well that was made up that's a it was from the 1800s used, used to be a thing <laughs> see yeah. christopher columbus nowadays invented the calling card it, it's, nowadays it's a downton abbey thing it's the uh <laughs> it's the thing where i see a lot of these uh makeup makeup tutorials you know makeup stuff oh really yeah Tutorials? Well, well, they they do makeup tutorials. So, like, I think there's these rules where they have to do so many makeup tutorials on Facebook, mm. and it's it's oh. part of their business. Okay, yeah. okay. And yeah. then they're like, "Hey, sign up right now. You know, share this video. Blah 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 blah." So it's what used to be Pampered Chef and Tupperware. Yeah. Now it's makeup tutorial. Eventually turned into food that makes you healthy, mm. and then. It is now progressed to makeup tutorials. Mm. Used to be Cutco knives too. Those knives, Ooh, knives. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So knives. I had a I had a kid come over to my house, <clears throat> and uh, a friend uh, gave me his name and number and said, "Oh, hey, he cooks, you know. So go go sell him some knives." So this poor kid comes <laughs> to my house 
and I keep my knives razor sharp. Yeah. And he's got this whole beautiful set of knives and stuff. And I've got these old gnarly wooden handled knives with cracked <laughs> wood. You know, I mean, they're old. I have old knives. But, uh, you know, he's like, hey, can your knife cut this piece of wo- uh, rope? And he pulls out this, like, hemp rope wow. or something. <laughs> he's like, and he cuts it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, here. Because <laughs> I keep my knives sharp. And, and uh, yeah, I felt bad for the kid after a while, but... Uh, I encouraged him on the way out. Yeah. Doesn't matter how old your knife is, just keep it sharp. Did you like keep throw a tomato in the air and slice it midair? Oh, that's oh the God. dream. I would cut myself. I've cut two of my fingers in the last year. Bad. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Real bad. Yeah. So yeah, I've got like a nick out of that one still. Wow. Yeah. Wound yeah. seal is a very, very good thing. <laughs> Have that on hand if you're gonna if you're gonna do a lot of cooking. I I don't cut myself too badly, but I burn myself just constantly. Yeah. 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 I'm really clumsy. Like yeah. That. Or you're like you go in the oven and you. You just touch an element or something. Yeah. Just, just nick just it. Just instant. And then you've got that mark on you for a year. Yeah. 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 You don't even terrible. feel it when it happens, Mm-mm. but because it's that hot. It's that hot that you don't mm. even feel it. Mm-hmm. So financial managers. I have a mark on my face. Yeah. What, what the hell is that? I don't know. You've got this line. It's like you, your eyebrows wanted a unibrow. So they just your your forehead made a line. It almost them. looks like a scar at this point. What is it? I don't know. Did, Vol- been- did Voldemort miss? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Here's what I get. You tell see, you. Harry Potter had a scar <laughs> on his forehead. I've been waiting to vent about this. Well, not vent. Just say my please, piece yeah, about it. Please do into a microphone. I was drunk literally the entire weekend. Sure, you would have to be to survive Austin. I mean, what a town. Not that I, I, I think you're required to be drunk there. Not that I really even know anything about it at this point in time. It, <laughs> yeah, what do you remember? This is so crazy how that how that goes. Like, so it's a bachelor party. I go down there and like we just do what we normally do. We just drink and get really, really drunk. And I'm sitting there like, you know what? I really like being drunk, but I mean, we could have done this in Lincoln. Why did I fly? Well, yeah. It would have cost a lot less. Yeah, in Lincoln. yeah. It was super fun, but you know. I didn't, I didn't get to really do Austin. Yeah, you only went to one brewery. What the fuck? I went to one brewery. Lazarus bought a hat. You're wearing it. I'm wearing it. If we had done a video tonight, people would have seen it. But yeah, you. We, oh, you know what? You skimped on it. I know. I got to take a picture of you or something. Cause you got a brewery hat. You got the three beers later shirt. It's a beautiful shirt. That's it's a great purpose. shirt. Hit up our guy Triple B Printing. You could buy him still, right? I don't know. He, I, they're. I don't know. He makes stuff for just, you. He'll he'll make you stuff. Just hit up Triple B Printing. He Say, put our shirts on his website. I mean, well, God bless. Did him. he? Did he? Oh, I gotta go get one then. Did That's he? A good shirt. Did he? I don't know. Well, how did Nate get one? He, I don't know. Nate, remember Nate? He went to the he yeah. To I the remember game Nate. And, he went to the Nationals game yeah. wearing a three BL shirt. Yeah, but I don't think he bought. It. I, you know, I just haven't seen him on the website. Where did he That's find it? I don't, I don't know. My girlfriend bought one of the the Nebraska beer scene is rad shirts. Oh, those are, those are rad shirts. Just like the Nebraska beer scene, that shirt is rad. It wasn't a black and white one like ours, though. It was, the, it was a gray and then black. Gray and black. Yeah. Different, but the same. She bought one because she thought mine was so dope. Rad. R- he, rad. He, he made me a couple of uh, uh, Tunnel Walk of Shame shirts. Oh, really? Yeah. Loved them. I got them. I, I wear them all the time. Damn it, Carl and uh, uh, Yellow Fuckwads. <laughs> <laughs> we should have that guy that on shirt. and not talk about. Do I we mean, know Tunnel Walk of Shame? Do you know him? I, I yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's, he's a person. A oh yeah, he's a good dude. Okay. Yeah, 
Do you want to reveal his identity to our 5,000 listeners? Don't do it. Be I don't know him well enough to get don't, don't away. Don't do it. Okay. I, I can't that, rip off that, that was mask. A, that was a big thing. Like, don't do it. No. He's done... Wait, no, I'm thinking of Fopolini. No, but he's he's a, he's at the farmer's market downtown on Saturdays most. Triple B. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a booth. Yeah. I've seen him down there. Mm-hmm. He also came on our podcast twice. Oh, yeah. He crashed once. He wants us to uh, come do our podcast from his print shop. Absolutely. I would love to see his print shop. You should come down when we do I our would, podcast from I his would, print shop. I've I heard would, it been described as a garage. <laughs> <laughs> As, as most print shops start off. Heard it's really elegant. Yeah. So what else do you got to talk yeah, about? Yeah, it feels like, yeah. I mean, we could just focus on football, or we could talk about the actual good sport at Nebraska volleyball that I'm a booster Whoa. for. Whoa. You're a booster? We are. Wow. We've been boosters, uh, Nebraska volleyball. You're wearing for, a Nebraska volleyball shirt. I am, because it's the best sport, and they're the best team. What do you think about the new red-clad team volleyball court? I think the black mm. edge... Mm. Court is the way to go. Let's go. If, if if that's not the right court, I'm talking to John right now. Oh, we we will have. He calls we'll him by his problems. first name. We go way back, me and John. Mark, at least two years. Mark doesn't like the black. What? I know it's. I like the new version of the black that they released better than the original version of the black. I actually like the original one. Better. Do you? I do. I really My do. God. I thought it just popped. See. I, you're I just believe, realizing now that you're so wrong about I everything. I believe, no. You're wrong no. about everything. I'll tell you why. Because, Please. Because you need that high contrast for those lines judges. Because <clears throat> I, got a, I got a high school kid playing volleyball now. And so I volunteer because I know the sport real well. Mm-hmm. And so I volunteer to do lines. And let me tell you, it is hard as ass to see anything going on with those lines when you're standing right on top of them. You can't see anything. You can see it way better in the stands and you can see it standing right there. Those poor line judges need all the help they can get. Need the contrast. And they hit that much harder in college. Oh, my God. Well, okay, so the, the my, my kid plays at Malcolm. And uh, the best player in the state was at Malcolm this year. Little little tiny town of, like, 300 people. Uh, Jayla Zimmerman, she's going to uh, Creighton. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kid Why? hits so hard. I don't know. <laughs> See, since I'm a booster, I can't talk to her about it. So I never yeah. I never mentioned anything, you know, but I'm like, you know, but I mean, Nebraska's stacked. Who knows? Right. Who knows why? Right. Maybe she wants to go into law. I don't know. Who knows what she wants to do? She's a good kid, but she hits the ball so hard and so fast. And I'm like, uh, in, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> but you can't see anything. You in, in, And that's in high school. I can't imagine what those college guys are doing. Oh so, God. I feel bad for him. It, it's honestly it surprises me every time you see it in person or on TV. It it's so powerful, man. I was it's so powerful. I was lucky enough to sit second row behind the baseline one one game, so those balls are coming directly <laughs> at you. <laughs> yeah, it's in, it's insane. Yeah. one those women are so tall. Yeah, they and are. I, I mean I I they they tower over me, and I'm six two. You know. Like they're so tall, they're so strong, their arms are so long, and I have no idea how they do what they do. How fast in MPHs are they are they chucking those? A well, hit, a well hit volleyball travels 120 miles an hour. Good ah. God! Good God! And then and then you're digging that ball. So you got you know Justine Wangarantes, who's now on the national team. That girl was not only digging the ball, but she was putting the right spin on it to get it right to the setter. Right. That's insane. Yeah. That is crazy. I Just, can't. I putting your entire See, body right in front of that this on is, purpose. This yeah. is the shit that people don't get about baseball and how baseball is so hard. I'm just saying. 
baseball's the hardest sport, one of the hardest sports there is. You got a 90 degree angle, you got a round bat and a round ball. I'm preaching to the choir here. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You guys are baseball guys, but I don't know, it doesn't look that hard to me. <laughs> I always thought I always thought tennis looked like the easiest sport when I was growing up. I, I legitimately I thought I wanted to be a professional tennis player because you're a professional athlete. All you got to do is smack it over the net. But it's tennis. Yeah. I mean, the court's not that big. Sure. Just hit it back over. You're fine. I played baseball. How much harder could tennis be? I'm, the racket, I had the same thought. The racket's way bigger. Racket's so big. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's like the size of a dinner plate. The ball's I mean, soft. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't hit it. Did we talk about this on this show? I don't. I don't think so. I I couldn't. So I could hit it over the net easy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, baseball. <laughs> obviously, I'm amazing. But I couldn't drop it. You know, I couldn't <laughs> put front spin on it. So it's still rising so, on the back line. Right. Yeah. It would just go over. It would It would be not even close every yeah. time. I, I took a tennis class in college at UNK, and they've got this, like, two-tier uh, court system at the at the park. So I'd be playing on the, the upper tier, and I'd hit it and just go flying to the lower courts every single time. Yeah. You know, basically yelling four yeah, like, every I, time I swing. I, I found myself, like, if someone ever serves it to me or hits it at me, I found myself, like, rearing back, like, wanting to like launch it you know yeah. like, i'm thinking about launch angle and and how far i'm going to hit this thing that was a tough adjustment golf has been a tough adjustment adjustment too in my personal life now but i, I think i'm almost there I mean, it change everything i know golf sucks do you golf change 20 years not. of muscle memory not willingly <laughs> golf is a good walk spoiled that's mark twain Seems like a smart dude. Eh, yeah. yeah, it's a, you know they're gorgeous parks. It's a great it's a great time. You're out in nature. You're getting some sun, fresh air. But let me tell you, that ball, it's got a mind of its own. That's I what, have no idea what to do with that. That's thing. what the baseball coaches would always say. It would just be like, yeah. I mean, if I wanted to play, if I wanted to go cuss for three hours, I'd go do something else. Or if I wanted to, if I wanted to do base- chase the ball myself, I'd go play golf. <laughs> do baseball exactly. guys hate golf? Is that um, is that a thing? No, no, absolutely not. I didn't I think so. Especially pitchers. Pitchers love golf. They some do. some coaches. The Atlanta Braves pitchers, Maddox and Smoltz. Oh, Smoltz, all those guys. Yeah, they were they were Glass. Glass. Smoltz golf. is really good. Yeah, yeah, they would play for big bucks. Yeah, <laughs> but you know you got a lot of downtime when you're on the rotation and you're not pitching. You know you're going to all these cities. You might as well hit might the as links. Well. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I mean, it's it's like eighteen to twenty years of muscle memory. Me automatically picking up a baseball bat. And hitting a baseball with it to changing little things, not even big things. It's the same idea, but bringing bringing it back and everything like that, changing little things to make sure it works. And I still haven't got it right. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been six years since I played baseball. Still Who's, haven't figured it out. Who are you playing tennis with? You just going out there? No, I mean golf. Oh, golf. Oh, yeah. right. With the league and the the, the yeah yeah. yeah. I mean, I was shooting like a hundred. Is that bad for nine holes? Seems, seems like a really good. Score. Not for nine holes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like, yeah, that's probably my average. I, I'm probably a, usually a little bit below that, but ninety-five to a hundred. It's not it was, good. You guys weren't in town. You didn't. You didn't live in Lincoln when uh, North Forty Golf Course was here. It was at eighty-fourth and eighty-fourth uh, and Adams. Yeah, Adams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a greatest course. Really? I love that course. Eighty-fourth and Adams. That's about where Mahoney is now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this was an it was an executive course nine hole. They also had like a back nine pitch and putt. It was pretty cool. 
I've heard of North 40. I believe they had a mini golf. They did, yeah, yeah. It was the best mini golf. They had really nice big oak trees. And really? Stuff. It was right there on Adams Street. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. all I knew about it was there was the mini golf at 56 and Highway 2, and then there was the other one that I never went to. Yeah. And then there's the one on Cornhusker, the, 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 the champions. But nobody, I don't know if anybody ever They have mini there. golf? They do. I didn't, yeah. I had no idea. Like, yeah, it's like tucked away there. You, people don't go there. You don't go there unless you have to. It's not a nice part of town anymore. I've only. It's where I, I live. I've been, <laughs> <laughs> I've been bowling there a couple times and their bowling lanes are awful. So. Yeah, they I are. Yeah. Don't go there. I don't take my daughter there. I feel a little bad about that, that I don't take my daughter to champions, but. She'll grow out of it. She won't be scarred. She'll be fine. Yeah. There's two champions in no, this city? There's one. Yeah. Up on Cornhusker. Yeah, the one. This is the one. Okay. And the one down the the, the where the one the, is the putt putt down south is I don't even know what it, it's its own business. It's right. like a three three courses or something. Two courses. two courses, red and blue. There you go. Blue has water or has hazards. Red has hills. Take Bl- the red pill. Or, or the Bloods other Bloods and Crips. Bloods and Crips. <laughs> Both equal opportunity. B's and C's. Um, is there anything else that was? This is a really short podcast. It's not. It's an hour. It's what I want it to be. That's really short. We've been we did a three hour one once. Yeah, but we drank six beers. <laughs> Triple we, B game. We did, yeah. Who else was here? Lanny. I don't remember that. <laughs> Let me have a bite of that. Just rip me off a piece. I don't want to just rip me off. Go from that side. Hold it. <laughs> this is really cute, you guys. What kind of what kind of This is this is a pepperoni. Topper sticks. It's a uh, oh, it's bad. <laughs> it it doesn't smell appealing. <laughs> it doesn't look good either. But it's food, and I'm hungry. <laughs> I mean, it's breadsticks with cheese and pepperoni on it. I don't know what you want from it. We used to get the taco sticks. Man, do you, do you want to talk pizza? Let's fucking talk like, pizza, bitch. Let's I, go. I can't get behind taco pizza. No. That's not really? a real thing. Thank you. That's not a thing. Thank you. And and, and nor this guy. And no one should ever put pineapple on their pizza. That's, uh, that's I agree with that. Thing. You uh, can't no do that. No ham. No pineapple. I've never had it. I can't. I don't know. I I don't know that I'm completely opposed to it. I've just never had it. But I've never had it because there are better options. Taco pizza is dope. Really? Mm-hmm. Why don't I just so, have a taco? So we're, yeah, there you go. Exactly. I don't know. Like that's that's my, with all these hybrid foods. If I can have a taco or I can have a pizza, why do I have to put them together? I don't know. Why are peanut butter and jelly chicken wings really good? I don't know. They're really fucking. I'm not good. sure that they are. They are. Where do you get that? <laughs> Actually, the reason I thought of that because I thought of the best taco pizza that I've had, and the best, and then I also thought of the best peanut butter jelly wings that I've had, and they're both at Dudley's in Omaha. Oh, see, my problem is I, I cook all the time, so I'm cooking like every meal I eat. And I, I never go out. I never, ever go out to dinner. I was going to ask you that earlier. I, I, don't know, I don't know any of the restaurants in town anymore. I, 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 I'm making stuff at home that's reasonably good, and it's about that quality. So, yeah. It's cheaper. Hard I, life. I don't yeah. have to tip anybody. <laughs> it's, it's a hard life because... Do you feel like you're missing out, though? A um, little bit, yeah. I mean, sometimes I want to just kick back and not have to you know be standing for another four hours after my work day is over and and not making some kind of you know restaurant grade food and you know every once in a while we get frozen chicken patties because what the hell i'm tired those are good they are fine just throw some mayo and lettuce on there absolutely get a bun you're good to go american cheese slice 
mm, no problem. But that's just that's rare. I don't know. Does your family like expect this of you? Like well, my, a certain standard? Okay, so my wife does because she's been raised on this for like twenty years and I've been cooking. <clears throat> but my daughter, um, she doesn't eat with us anymore. She has her own life. She has her own thing. She's she's fifteen big years old and she doesn't <laughs> you know, so I'm I'm typically making two meals. One is her, you know, like uh, homemade mac and cheese or I, I throw together she eats a lot of chicken soup. And she loves chicken soup. So I throw the other chicken soup out of whatever I've got in the fridge. <clears throat> and so she loves that. But, uh, yeah, then so then the wife and I eat together at, like, 8, 8.30. So it's almost dinner time for me. I don't even know what time it is now. But, it's 9.30. Oh, there you go. So it's a little after dinner time What's for me. What's she doing? I ate dinner early today. I ate dinner at 7 like a normal human. <laughs> uh, what's she doing? I was recovering from yoga probably. Okay. I don't know. She was my she was my ride tonight because I can't drive when I'm drinking these all these beers. And uh, she was late, so we were all, we started unacceptable. Late. I know, right? Right? What am I paying her for? <laughs> well, Mark was actually later than don't. You, so. and why do you have to <gasps> tell people that? Just saying, oh. toppers Ugh. cover blown. Now wait a second. Do you live anywhere near toppers? That's downtown. You had to go out of your way. To I'm I'm Indian Village, so I got it's it's like an L. You should have hit thirty third and O and gotten the new Godfathers. Is are they open? Oh yeah, they're open. Did they yeah. have a coupon? I don't know. That's don't, important to me. I don't know. <laughs> Taco I don't know. pizza. Godfathers. Really? <sighs> Godfathers combo. See, I was, I'm, from yeah. Fre- I'm from Fremont, and Godfathers was the, the best restaurant in early 1980s Fremont. Yeah. Was, and that's so how do, you, how do you guys take, okay, Link, you're a Lincoln guy. Mm-hmm. Godfathers is Omaha. Yeah, yeah, it is. Sure. Willie Thiessen. Are you, are, you, are you mad, or do you feel emotion about that? No, they had a good uh, good buffet at the 48th and Highway 2 one. Okay. But I no, mean, nothing it, to be mad about. I look at Godfather's a lot, a lot like I look at Valentino's. Same thing with Lincoln, Omaha. Even though they have Valentino's in Omaha as well. Valentino's is a Lincoln thing? I, that's kind of how I view Do it. Do Omahans hate Valentino's because of that? I think Omahans would rather have Godfather's. I think Omaha's have so many more pizza options than <laughs> Godfather. 100%. Oh, my gosh. Their pizza scene is way better than Lincoln. Yes. What is it? Pitch? Pitch is good. Pitch is good, man. Yeah, yeah. Pitch is really good. Zio's. Zio's is good pizza. Zio's is good. I've never had Zio's. I've never had yeah. Pitch. Uh, what you else see it so sarcastic. You're like, oh, look, look at them. Pitch? With their, their high-quality pizza. Pitch is really, really good. I've heard like, that. Like the two times I've gotten pizza in Omaha in the last 30 years, I think we're both Zio's. I never go to Omaha. I, don't, I mean, I, I live in Lincoln, the big city of Lincoln. What do I have to <laughs> go to Omaha for? Big enough. Except for the zoo. The zoo. The zoo. Lincoln Zoo, though. Getting better. Never it, never been. They're going to get giraffes. You've never been? Never been. Oh, my gosh. You can go and feed a giraffe. In, wow. tw- in like 2020. Yeah. But they're yeah. going to have tigers. You can also do that at Omaha now. Tiger but. World? <gasps> Less world. First kid that gets their fingers bitten off by a giraffe, that's gone. There's no way. Giraffes aren't, they're, they're wild animals. That You can't feed a giraffe from your hand and you're three years old. They're going to take the kid's arm off. <laughs> they do it in Omaha. They seem to be fine. You, really? You just hand them a big stick and they eat it. Huh. I did not know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a, a station. It costs you money. So I've oh, never done it. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. But uh, yeah, the people. You that, know what they did at the Omaha what'd Zoo? What they do at the Omaha they Zoo? They took away the petting zoo. Part they, of it. They the red barn. Rebuilding it. The they're, red barn is they gone. They moved the petting zoo. If they kill the that red barn fat is gone. pig, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> I don't know what they did with the fat pig. And the goats? 
The goats, oh, the, the goats, goats have relocated to other parts. of There's uh, actually multiple petting zoos at the, the zoo now. The goats are beautiful. There's one over at the playground area, the new playground area, and there's one over by the elephants. Multiple petting and, zoos. And you can pet a manta ray as well. That's true. I haven't done that there. I have done that. It's freaky. Yeah. yeah. I did I did it at SeaWorld once. I assume it's a similar experience. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It's you know weird. where I've petted a ray before? Where have you petted a ray? Tropicana Field. The ocean. Home of the Rays. The Tampa Bay Rays. Devil Rays? Yes. They're called the Rays now. Because mm. of the devil. Here's a question for you guys. Okay. Like, are we going to end this soon or should I grab a beer out of the fridge? You should grab a couple beers out of the fridge. I think ah. that's a good idea. Yeah. I, I really don't want to stop. I feel like we're jipping people. Harrison took all of our time. <laughs> I know. What the fuck, Harrison? You took like a half hour. But that was a good half hour. That was... guy, I mean, that was like existential right there. <laughs> We talked too much about football and the and, like and the Red Cloud team. I didn't like it. You could well, see, you could see like a switch. Like he was in Queenosaur CEO mode, and he's talking like a WWE wrestler. Like yeah, and, and then and then we asked a football question. He's like, "Well, let me tell you about the football." Uh, you know, he just he, he became a regular person. Yep, it was so weird. Yeah, and yeah. like I'm almost glad that happened. And then at the end of it, it was I the went, real Harrison. It was. It was. And at the end, I like I, I kind of want to switch back to, yeah, Facade character Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he didn't do that. He gave me like a real "What is Queen of Sore up to?" and gave me facts and figures and things like that. And it, it was, it was. But good for him, though. I mean, you know, starting his own company and five thousand cleaning gigs a day. I mean, wow, man. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea. Like everyone, we we've been talking about Harrison Beck a lot around the office the last couple of days, and. Anyone that I've said this idea for Queenosaur, because it's basically the way I describe it is Uber for cleaning services. There was only two beers. I, I know. I Should I? I'm sorry. Would you like a beer? I can. I'll take a little bit of that. I don't even know what that is. Splitsies? I'm pretty. Yeah, let's do that Dutch. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty con- traditional when it comes to beer. I've also brought Sherry's Berries. Hey. If you need any berries <laughs> for Mother's Day. You go to Barry's, B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Promo code DAYJOB. Promo code DAYJOB <laughs> call letters. And that's how you get 20 bucks. <laughs> and you get all these beautiful berries. And remember when I said in the commercial during the day job that I ate all mine already? <laughs> that was a fucking Lies! lie. Oh, my God. I haven't, but I will say that they are delicious and I do like. They've also been in the freezer for how long? They've been in the freezer. They were in the freezer. Now they've been in their fridge for one day. Okay. But they were in the freezer how long before that? Uh, maybe about a week. Okay. Those are gorgeous. Aren't they? Yeah. Good for Sherry's berries. Eat one of those berries. Eat five of those berries. I'll have one of these berries. <laughs> oh. oh. They're so good. Hey, Sherry's berries. Sponsor it this it podcast. smells amazing, too. Wow. I know. I know. Are the berries still good? Like the, the actual the berry part? Good. I was worried about that being I in the freezer. Too. I thought the 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 cell walls of the plant cells would have deteriorated and burst. Well, when while they in were the in freezer. the fridge, I didn't let them. Like I got them out yesterday. I didn't let them thaw out long enough, and I was like chomping into a hard marble. But I now I left them in there in the fridge for a day, and they're uh, solid. It's like a sorbet. Yeah, it's not quite not quite like a a good firm strawberry, mm-hmm. but the taste is still there, and you've got the crunch of the. Oh, the chocolate? We're all right. It's better than I expected. I thought it was just going to be mush in there. 
and it kind of is, mm-hmm. but you've got the crunch of the chocolate, so you're fine. Are you okay doing more podcasts? You seem conflicted about it. <laughs> the interior was a little cold, and Happer's having a moment. <laughs> They've been defrosting for two days. You I, doing all right? I ate the whole berry. <laughs> <laughs> berry shot. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Slash promo code. <laughs> Day job. Day job call letter. So these does this pair well with a tangerine hop nosh? <laughs> Almost for sure not. What's the <laughs> what's the expiration date on this? Best by a year ago, maybe. A best by January twenty fourth. I just want to be clear on that. Best by January twenty fourth. The beer with the compass on top. Good thing we're only going splitsies. There you go. It's got a little hoppy not hoppy, but uh like a juniper smell to it. Hmm. Real interesting. I don't know what that is. Juniper's a, a berry from the coniferous family. Hmm. Coniferous. Those are pine trees. I was once a... Uh, wow. I was once a plant <laughs> major. Oh, my gosh. So, Boiler Boiler actually has a, a beer that tastes real similar to this. Yeah? Yeah. It's like drinking a Christmas tree. It's it's a little uh, little strong. Is that what you're getting? You're getting just pine? That's, that's what I'm getting after that yeah. strawberry. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Actually, yeah, after the strawberry. That's interesting because this is the tangerine one. They have yeah. a regular hop notch, and then they even have a West Coast one that's super piney. So this is on the scale of U- the Uinta pininess. This is pretty far towards non-piney. Yet. Yeah. Is it? Is it grapefruit? I mean, what am I tasting here? I mean, it's tangerine. It's beer. supposed to be tangerine. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, there's a lot of there's they, a lot they going have, on here. They have a grapefruit one, mm-hmm. the same beer, but with grapefruit instead of tangerine. Phenomenal, phenomenal beer. Like I love it so much more than this tangerine one. That's why this one's here at the office fridge and not in my home fridge because so, I loved the grapefruit one. So I, I, I hate grapefruit. Hate really? It. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, when I'm at home cooking, uh, I almost always got a bottle of. Trader Joe's three buck chuck open and it's the Sauvignon Blanc that tastes like grapefruit. Really? Huh. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I like it a lot. Hmm. And I'm not drinking to impress anybody, so that's my wine. Deglazes my pan. It <laughs> yeah. keeps, keeps yeah. my glass cold. I'm happy. Hey, I've been meaning to ask this to somebody. When you cook with wine, yes. Do you just want to go as cheap as possible? Or does does quality matter? Uh you sh- yeah, no. Um Quality does matter. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna get a lot out of that wine going into your your food. So like I'm making a stew tomorrow, um, and I've got a, a really nice um, uh, uh, cab that's gonna go in that because I mean if I'm not gonna drink it, why would I put it in my food? Because <clears throat> I'm gonna eat that food, right? You know, so your alcohol is gonna mostly cook off, not all of it, but some. You know, your kid's gonna get a little bit drunk, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> they go to sleep faster that way. <clears throat> but um, you know, you want to have something that's going to have a good, rich, deep body and a good, a good flavor for your your uh, whatever dish you're making. So yeah, definitely. You got, you don't want to get. I mean, I don't buy. I I don't think I've bought a wine that costs more than twenty dollars in ten years because who cares? I mean, I'm not I'm not a connoisseur. I'm not you know I don't have a great palate, so I don't know anything about wine. I drink three dollar wine for the love of God. I like it. I really do. But you know, there's some really great ten dollar wines out there, and I think. Uh, Especially in Lincoln, Nebraska, you know, you guys have uh, Myers, but you've got every 
just about every California winemaker has a presence here in Lincoln, and you can get a good $10, $15 bottle of wine easy. You can get a good $8 bottle of wine. So, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, but but make sure it tastes good. I mean, don't get something that's going to be, you know, if you're not going to put it in a glass, don't, don't put don't it in Don't put Arbor Farms or whatever in. Uh, yeah, that stuff is. Arbor Mist? That's sure, I don't know. That stuff is horrible. <laughs> Skinny yeah, but, girl. I mean, but here's the thing. If you like it, drink it. That's 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 the main thing. I mean, if you if if, if box wine is your thing, have at it, man. Franzia, absolutely. If Franzia is your thing, then it's your thing. Who cares? It's, that that can go for wine, but not beer. No, not beer. Not beer. No, 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 no. Yeah. No one should drink Budweiser or PBR <laughs> in an age where we have Zipline and Blue Blood. I mean, it's, no this beer scene is amazing. No, it, it really. And is. so why people? I don't know why Miller High Life is flying off the shelves. By the case when you can go buy that stuff and yeah it costs a little bit more but my god the flavor it's my a god. college town you know and yeah. college kids are i didn't bush see light miller light where i could get 24 pack two 24 packs of pbr for 5.98 each at a local grocery store after mail-in rebate you're over oh my god that, that's that's a really Why good price would you waste the time of doing a mail-in rebate to save three dollars. Not three dollars. What it's is it? Three dollars. What is it? On a on a twenty-four pack of PBR. A twenty-four pack of PBR that would cost no more than ten dollars. Retail. Yes, retail. That's would. yeah. Yes, right. it yeah. would. Fifteen. Fifteen to twenty bucks. No. On a twenty-four PBR. pack. PBR. On a twenty-four pack, fifteen bucks. PBR. PBR. Bushlight's like twelve. Yeah. You can get. You can get. MGD for like thirteen bucks a case or fourteen bucks a case, five ninety eight, <laughs> mail in rebate, and you're overpaying. Mail in, okay. Horrible. So by the time you mail in your rebate, you're paying a dollar in postage, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're going through the hassle of getting an. Here's what but I they're going to send back a prepaid Visa card it, of of what. That I have to pull out of my wallet for the to difference? use yeah. for the difference. For the difference. Oh my god! <laughs> so then, when you go to the register, like you have to give the prepaid Visa card and your card. Yeah. Stupid. And on god, top of that, I you're drinking you. shitty beer. <laughs> I mean, I mean, on top. I'm of not all that, gonna do it. You wanted to. I thought about it, but I'm not gonna. I hate you. I'm, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. It's gonna bring it to dope float. Yikes for beer! <laughs> I've never done it, but they always they always have them. They always have them. It's always it's um, Goose Island, Wine and Kugels, Sam Adams, those beers. They they've always got the mail in rebates where you like buy six six packs for two ninety eight each after mail in rebate. And I'm always really tempted, except I never want to have that much of that beer in my fridge. Okay, one time. One time I bought, like, I don't know, Behringer wine or some nonsense. And it was like, buy buy a dozen bottles, send in the receipt with your whatever it is, your UPC or whatever the heck code it was. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to get back three bucks per bottle, right? Right. So I did that. I actually did that. And I got back $3 total. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to give up because it's not worth my time or hassle <laughs> to deal with the fact that I bought Behringer wine, you know. So, but yeah, I don't think those things ever work out. And, and, and if they if they screw you over on the price, what are you going to do? I mean, on the rebate, you're going to you, call them and deal with their customer service. Right, right I mean, and deal with another eight weeks of. <laughs> um, here's a question for you guys, and this is coming from um, a person who lives by himself. 
mm-hmm. is basically a bachelor, but not at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Like I get the bad parts of being a bachelor and you know what I mean? But so, you also have to answer to somebody. Right. Yeah. So I live by myself. <laughs> Do you have envelopes and stamps? I have envelopes and my wife has stamps. I know. So you married into some stamps? <laughs> I married into some stamps. <laughs> we have to look, we have to mail every other month the tra- the recycling bill. The recycling bill every other month. You have to mail it. We have to mail it. That's oh. the only one that I can't pay online. Mm. I think that's the only one I have now. And then the occasional like medical bill or something where it's just easier instead of setting up an account, I just mail a check. Every time but... I have to mail something, I have to go to hy V <laughs> And say, one stamp, please. And say, one envelope and one stamp. <laughs> Do they give you one envelope? I did it literally oh, yeah. today. Yeah. I did it literally today. Why don't you just buy a box of envelopes and keep them in a drawer I, somewhere? I have envelopes, but they only fit. They're only like check. Oh, they're the small check ones. Check size? Yeah. So I need so paper doesn't for fit these in there. ones. I need the bigger ones because it's checked. You know from what bothers me place. about those is they're not only not wide enough, but they're not tall enough for a piece of paper either. Yeah. So if you nope. fold a piece of paper in third, you got to fold it again. Yeah. So yeah. you have to fold it that way and then that way, and now all of a sudden you've got this it's tiny little envelope. piece of paper. Yep. Frankly, I would just get married so I didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> That's, that's my advice yeah, to you. Just, right. just marry her now. We've been, we've been trying to get you married for many months. Mu- ever since Jackie came on this podcast, it's we've been, been trying 30, to get you married. It's been 34 weeks. <laughs> and you're not married yet? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I was married at 21. I was married also at 21. Yeah. And it's worked I out really well. have had a girlfriend before 21, but I am 26 soon. Same girl? Same girl. Oh my gosh, she's patient. Wow. She I, is not that patient. We're fine. We tried to talk about She came on the podcast and we tried to talk about it. And she said, I don't want to talk about this. Really? Uh, she, said yeah. she did say that. Sh- yeah. That's a bad sign. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. Oh, 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 yes, it is. She's not going to break up with me. No, she's me. not going to break up with you, but she's not She's not happy. Yeah, she might she's still. She's fine. Oh, boy. She's fine. Oh, my good friend. We, we tried to joke about it and she said, I don't want to talk about this on this podcast. Oh, my God. I don't remember that. You were drinking. It was it was two and a half beers later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tried to tried to ease into it late in the podcast, so she'd open up and it it didn't work. You guys have some advice, or you should propose. You should do that. <laughs> that is what you should do. She's been with you for five ish years. Oh no, like ten. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do that. Like eight. because because honestly, aren't you kind of half living together already? I mean, she's at your place all the time, or you're at her place all the time. Just for the gas alone that you're gonna save. <laughs> she lives. She lives and works in Omaha. Uh, you should live and work in Omaha. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. You want me don't do that. Don't do you that. Want me to work. Don't in do Omaha? that. Wow. I was kidding. My boss. It was a joke. Just told me. I for the love of God, don't leave the day job. Omaha sucks. Make her leave her day job. You would, you would hate it. You would hate it. I love Omaha. Actually, hey, listen, I'm from Fremont, and there's nothing to do in Fremont in the '80s, and <laughs> And so the second I got a car, I was in Omaha every day that I could. I love Omaha. Loved I it. lived there all my life. It's it's until the last like six years, basically. And then you lost a bet and had to move to Lincoln? Well, I went to college here and oh. then I got a job at the day job. Got a job at the day job. And we're hard to leave. 
as day jobs go, it's a pretty good job. It is. It is. Mine is like. I, I feel hashtag and, blessed. Yeah. You could be waiting around neck deep in the worst things that happen in everybody else's employment. Agreed. Yeah. That's kind of a drag. No, it could be worse. But let me tell you. We've been some through really- that process. We just interviewed a bunch of people for a job. And I'm like, man. Sucks to be them. Wow. <laughs> Here's what we can pay you. It's, it's not much. Yeah. That's what we're telling these people. And I'm like, ah. I wouldn't want to hear that. So, yeah, I fell ass backwards into what I am right now. And I'm hashtag blessed. Cheers. That's that's what that's the best way to go. But, but marry that girl. Yeah, marry that girl. I know. She's a good girl. I'm going to. <laughs> Because, because let me tell you, she's better than you, right? I mean, right? Oh, she's way better than me. Yeah. All of our wives are better than us. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. So you, Mark Mark knows that. You, you, oh, yeah. 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 You are marrying up. Yeah. I don't do. know why oh, you're yeah. not. Yeah. Lance, what year were you born? You don't oh have to tell me how old you God, are, but what 19, year were you born? 1970. <laughs> I was. Uh, 270 babies in a row. Yes. I was. Baznet was 79. Oh, you're kidding. Wow. Jeez. Well, okay. So I've been alive. The Huskers have not won a national championship outside of my lifetime. So there you go. There you go. I got that going for Thank me. you for that. Yeah. I'm like the good luck charm. I better not die. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. My first my first Husker game ever was, uh, like I think it was like 82 with Gill and Rogier and Fryer. And I, we went down to <clears throat> Manhattan and we got seats because because – Nobody goes there in the 80s to watch K-State, K-State football. State, yeah. Sure. So, like, the field is kind of shaped like this desk, and we're sitting, like, right here in the end zone in the corner, and and they ran, like, six touchdowns right at us. I was <laughs> I was in heaven. It was great. Little, little kid, you know, a little 12-year-old kid. It was great. And I didn't go to a game for, again for almost, like, 10 years. And then, like, in the last 10 years, I think I've missed, like, maybe four games all. Wow. Is all. Yeah, so I've been there for some really bad. So, ones. so to contrast <laughs> with that, here's some of the games that I remember going to as a kid. My parents, you know, didn't have season tickets. The only time I ever went was when I went when a friend would be nice enough to take me. Um, I went to the the Pittsburgh game that ended in seven to six. Nebraska won. Brett Musburger got arrested right. after the game for public intoxication does not like nebraska <laughs> um that was a game that i had went to as a child uh i went to that was 2005 right i want to say it was 2005 um these are just games that i remember as a kid the famous very famous bill Callahan era ball state game oh. um 2007 i believe that was i did not go to that game um uh, I think Nebraska won that game like forty-one to forty. Who is the receiver like for Troy State? All right, no, Ball State. State. Ball State. Ball State quarterback Nate Davis, uh-huh. I believe his name was. Um, he just threw for a million yards. And that was that was the game that burned Cosgrove's bridge with Nebraska fans. Yes, it was over after that, and it was early in the season. Yes, it was. Um, and they all got fired after that year anyway. Yes, so. they did. Yeah. Um, also. One of those early Utah State games, I remember going to a Texas A&M game back in the day. Um, but the two memorable ones for me were absolute shit shows. The two that I just mentioned, the Pittsburgh game and the Ball State game. That's, That's what I grew up on. So so I went to the 92 number 8 Nebraska versus number 8 Colorado Halloween game. 
in the sleet, in Oof. the rain. It was awful. Horrible weather. And man, that stadium was rocking. It was God. the best ever. I think we, we it was like 52 to 10. I think by the time we got to our seats that they'd already scored. It was, and it went downhill from there. Cordell Stewart was my favorite Colorado buff of all time. I really miss Cordell. Every time that kid got the ball. He was my favorite stealer. Every time that kid got the ball, Terry Keneally just freaking killed him. Every time. He looked like a deer in headlights. Missed that guy a lot. <laughs> and we got Colorado this year, too. Wow. We do have Colorado this year. A little bit different. They're in a different conference. We're in a different conference. Really having a hard time caring about them. Is that really this year? It is this yep. year. Yeah. At home. I remember that was announced. It was like, oh, that's forever. I will never care about that. because That's forever away from now. It's mm-hmm. like four games in six years with those guys, right? Is it? I think so. We play them. We've got another home and home with them coming up. Yep. But then we got the Oklahoma thing coming up. Yep. That's the big deal. If they still remember who we are. Well, but we have 19 Husker volleyball home games this year. Program record. Program record. We've got a brand new setter coming in, Nicklin Hames. Hopefully a transfer as well because if she has a bad freshman year or she gets hurt, we have nobody else. You got that uh, transfer from Texas. Lexi Sun. Oh, my gosh. Why would you leave Texas to come to Nebraska? I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. It's Nebraska. I, I mean, that's that, that arena is amazing. But that's Texas. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Leaving Texas. There's, there's, a, there's a story there. I'd love to know the background of that story. I really wish Nebraska was playing Texas in that uh, vert challenge. I think that's not an accident at all. Yeah, I'm sure not. No, I'm they sure don't want to. They don't want to see her, and she doesn't want to see them. You there's, guys are there's saying a lot blood. of words that I don't understand. <laughs> Red clad. Anybody want any more Round berries? Ball. No, those are amazing. Though. They're great wow. berries. I want one more. Sherry's B e r r i e s dot com. Right here in town, right? Uh, right. I don't, no, right? no. Are they in town? No. Where are they? They're not. They're, they're delivered they're, to you. They're over, national. Over the, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Through the UPS? Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. They come with all these ice packs, and somehow they're still cold when they get to They you. really are. It's unbelievable. I don't know how it works. It's Science. shocking. <laughs> but it's good. Um. All right. I think, are we at the acceptable time where we can get out of here now? I'll allow it. All right. Yeah. Time to go. Let's rate this beer. You have any dream journals? No. Yeah, me either. Lance, what have you dreamt about lately? Wow. <laughs> now, wait a second. Do you guys remember your dreams? Well, we write them down. We try we to. We try to. Okay. So I did it, have crazy ones over the weekend. I didn't write them down because I was too drunk. If if you Actually. remember your dream, your dreams, it's likely that you're bipolar. Which Whoa. is which is a sign of creativity. Don't 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 be freaked out by it. Like long term remember them or like remember them when you wake up, because there's a difference. Both. Like, like my wife has no clue what she dreamt about the night before like, like the second she wakes up boom gone wow gone but she's she's an accountant she's like a numbers person she doesn't have that you know that that whatever brain left brain right whatever whatever it is she doesn't have that but yeah i remember my dreams for years absolutely interesting a couple flying dreams i had a dream about rex burkhead oh he was, was he flying he was not flying but he was watching me fly which was <laughs> a little weird i mean i don't know what freud would say about that but like it was <laughs> giving encouragement like nice job no nope. keep it up you know actually Great there, was, lift. there was no he just he he saw me and i was and i don't know i don't i don't get it it was in a, it was in a hallway as a matter of fact hmm. i have a lot huh. of dreams about people like current people as well and it's weird current people like like 
celebrities figures. or people that I know, whatever mm. it might be. You've made fun of me before. Well, before. I told you the one about Haley Steinfeld, obviously. Obviously. Haley Steinfeld. You've That's made, my girl. You've made fun of me before for having dreams about people from the past, like high school people, things like that. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I don't forgive you. <laughs> What do you dream about people from the past? I mean, what, what's oh, going on there? Oh, just like just like having everyday interactions, but I run into someone from high school or something like that. And like, then, do you find in real life that you actually run into that person again? No, those are the freakiest. Ones. Um, but partially because I avoid everybody from high school at all costs. Yeah. Hey. Oh, so my thirtieth high school reunion. This is how old I am. Wow. Thirtieth high school reunion Yikes. is this summer, and I'm not going. <laughs> I was I was just I was I was not the guy in high school. I, I actually grew up outside of town in the country. I kind of came into town to go to school and Where'd you go to high school? Fremont High. Fremont High Tigers. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Go Tigers. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I moved out of Fremont on my 18th birthday. That town is a whole. <laughs> Love you Fremont. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't believe you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah you good. guys are very similar. Did you guys know that? We're like twins. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is this is me in 20 years. Yeah. Gosh. You guys are very similar. 17 years. Gray, Only 17 oh, years. Gray hair and all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have gonna great happen. gray hair, by the way. Thank you. It's it's full. It's lush. It's uh, it's uh It's been well quaffed by Straight Edge. I go to Straight Edge. Oh, I my God. I love Straight Edge. Oh. We, are, we are like brothers. There you go. The older brother here. <laughs> I'm hitting your table all the time. Here. It's fine. I, I it's fine. That. The more you drink, the more you hit. I guess so. Yeah. I only hit the microphone once, though. I know that's a thing, right? Oh, yeah. We, we do I, that all the I time. I only did it once. I don't know if anybody knew because it was Harrison talking and probably I nobody knew. heard it. But I knew. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Everyone knew. Um, None of the podcast listeners knew, so we'll just edit that out. It never happened. We don't edit anything, though. <laughs> Whoops. It's a rule. Um. Let's rate this. Let's the, rate this. The Mosaic IPA brought to you by Zipline. Very good. I don't know how much better. Like I don't know if I if if we've if we had Zipline IPA normal on this show. Uh huh. I would probably rate it very very highly. I'm sure you would. Um, this beer would just be just below that. Below. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I have the, something's going on. <laughs> Keep talking. Uh, You're doing great. Connor's, like, Connor's verklempt. <laughs> um it's it's good though. Like eight point four. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't remember it. I drank my three zip lines a long time ago and I wasn't really paying attention to what I was drinking. Okay. So if you say it's an 8.4. Well, that was really fucking disappointing. <laughs> but if it's, if, it's not, if it's not memorable, well, then. It, it also wasn't bad. Like, I didn't take a drink and think, oh, man. I said at the beginning, this is really good. And you were like, yeah. I told you, shut up. No, it's not time to talk about the beer We made eye contact <laughs> and you were like, yeah, this it was is really good. good. It was good. So you give it an 8.4. And what am I, more generous than you usually? I'm nicer than you? Is that is that the just say you don't know it. just say it fine eight point five fuck you I'm one better than you fuck you <laughs> just very tense zipline copper alt eleven of ten would drink again 
Oh, wow. <laughs> we have our first plus 10. Look how happy he is. Oh, is yeah. happy love, beer. love this beer. <laughs> thank, thank God for Zipline. Really, though. They should sponsor us. Ah, they really should sponsor should you. Sponsor wink, us. wink. Also, Sherry's Berries. <laughs> Berries.com. I have a personal sponsorship with because they send me a box of chocolate once a year. God bless them. And I just eat once it, a year. It feels like four times a year they're sending you stuff. And I eat it all myself because I'm sad. I love when they send you flowers, too, because then they sit in the office and die. Yes, that happened this year. But I told everybody that I enjoyed them and <laughs> everything like that. I, I'm a fraud. I know how you could eat them with someone. It, it involves a metal circle. It could, Yeah, it could be a really memorable night. Do you think if I gave my girlfriend Sherry's Berries, I said, hey, Jackie, here's some Sherry's Berries, and also, will you marry me? <laughs> That would work? If you, yes. <laughs> of course it would. She's been with you for 10 years. Yeah, right. She's this not is, saying no. She's I not, know that, but like, I'm like, come on. She, Sherry's berries? She, she might say, ah, dragon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I started dating my wife when I was 18. I knew at 18 years and two months I was going to marry her. Yeah, same I, here. Oh, come on. Then, then do it. Do it. What are you doing? What are you waiting for? Go go, go. do it on the cheap. Who cares? Don't Don't have a big wedding. Don't buy a big ring because that's a, just a huge money sink. Don't no, do that. That's, that's all, all crap. That's all going to happen. <laughs> it is? It is going to happen? I'm going to have a big ring and a oh. big wedding. See, I think the longer you make her wait, the bigger the wedding has to be. Have you gone ring shopping since the huh. time you tried to go ring shopping? Oh, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was months ago. I know. And here's the thing, man. Wait. Like, I keep... So, don't put this on me. <laughs> This is her fault. And, and not don't put this on her either because she's great. But well, I'm out of people. All I'm saying is I keep bringing it up and she's like blah 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 blah, blah. we're fine. And I was like, "Okay, whatever. That, I could go. This is common law marriage by now. We're done." That that's actually true. You probably yeah. could well could it, force if you were issue. living together. Maybe. <clears throat> Damn it. Sharing resources. Yeah. But, you know, when you're 50 miles apart, yeah, common law, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think so. I don't but, think so. But I think you're in pretty deep weeds if you're if you're ring shopping and she's going, oh, no, 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 you know, whatever. Yeah, she wants you to. And she's, she's laid all the groundwork she can. Now it's on you. We, okay, so let me tell you the story. Please. We went and we ring shopped one day. And then, we, you know, we kind of got ourselves all jacked up for the process. And we were probably like, like. It's like buying a car, right? You go there, and you're probably going to buy a car. Even though you don't plan on really buying a car, you're probably going to buy a car. Because salespeople. Right. So I had that in the back of my mind. I'm like, we're going we're gonna to probably buy a, gonna ring, buy a ring. It's going to happen today. And we go there, and it was the place that she wanted to go to. We walked up to the door. Was it owned by Warren Buffett? It was. Okay. And the door was locked. That's it was yeah. closed. That might be a sign. Uh -oh. It was Sunday. Time to break and off. And Warren Buffett doesn't work on Sunday. We Sundays. haven't really talked about it since then. That was six <laughs> months ago. Okay. She she <laughs> she hasn't talked to you about it, but she has thought about it every day. No, since. We, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, we but uh we haven't gone again. We haven't attempted to go again. She like rose gold or like white gold or I know what, exactly what she wants. Describe it. How many um, carrots? What's, what's the minimum I don't, carrots? I don't know about the carrots or anything like that, but how I would describe it is 
this is this is her uh-huh. overall. Simple, classic. Yeah, yeah. simple. Uh, not not too big or anything like that. Just what shape? Princess cut. I think not pear. Not pear cut. Okay. <laughs> not pear. That narrows it down. Yeah, you've got like seven other shapes to choose from. Okay, mm-hmm. not pear. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Describe the cut, clarity, color, Mm-mm. all the C's. The grade. I don't know what any of that is. Uh oh. She does. She does. I know she does. Mm-hmm. Listen to the woman. That's all. That's you her do. job. That's See, why that's we're going to go that's shopping. Right. Exactly. That's all you got to do. You just listen to her, let her go, and just say, this is what's going to happen. Dude, I will literally, like, let's go to the place. I will literally buy you whatever you want. It, but let, like, let, it's, okay, I'll, let, I'll do, like, I'll have. I'll take out a fucking loan or whatever it needs to be. You like, only need one kidney. Exactly. <laughs> Think about it. So, okay, all right. Let, let Connor off the hook. How did you propose to your wife? Uh, we. You went to Babe or some shit like that. Babe. <laughs> You're gonna throw babe on you me. You went to Charlotte's Web. I went to Charlotte's Web. We were at <laughs> UNK. We took a weekend trip to Omaha to see the Lion King uh, okay, the at the Orpheum. Yeah, Love the Orpheum. Love and it. it's a great, great venue. Before we went, we uh, went over to the courtyard at the very nice hotel that we were staying at, and we exchanged Valentine's Day gifts. Even though it was only Groundhog's Day. And hers was whatever it was for me, and then mine was an engagement ring for her. So I proposed in the courtyard of the Magnolia Hotel in downtown Great place. Omaha. Yeah. Uh, was anybody there to beautiful. watch? There was somebody walking in the hallway right outside the windows, and that was awkward. Was there a photographer? There was no photographer, no. So it's not commemorated in any way, nope, but you're no, yep, your heart. Yep, yep. Well, I didn't, we can propo- t- I didn't propose to my wife, so what you're, did you you're do? one up on me. Well, okay, so we're walking through the mall, uh-huh. and we're dating for, I don't know, a couple months, and we're walking through the mall, and there's a jewelry store because it's a mall, and so I, we walk into the jewelry store because she tricked me, and <laughs> we go in there, and we're like, you know, she goes, well, these are nice rings, and these are nice rings, and these are nice rings, but you know, if we ever got married, I'd want this ring, and I'm like, uh, okay, because I was 18 and stupid, <clears throat> and so, so repeat that like 10 times (laughs) over the next year and a half or so but it was also like well you know if we got married i would want to do it here and if we had if we got married i want to have my reception here and blah 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 dropping hints everywhere oh god yeah so so we were actually planning the wedding (laughs) and i'm like at at some point i'm 20 years old at some point you're walking down the aisle we have a venue we have a date I have never proposed to her. There's no <laughs> ring. I, I, I mean, and her sister just chewed me out one day because she didn't have a ring, and she just ripped me a new one because, oh, you got to do that, you blah, blah, blah. So, so I actually scraped together every dime that I had, and I ate ramen and $1 bread for like two months, and I bought her the ring that she wanted, and then we got married. But I never proposed to my wife, not once. Wow. Seems to have worked out. It's been 25 years. It worked out. That's 26, 26 years. Congratulations. Gosh, yeah. You should probably propose at some point. Uh, I think she's a, it's a kind of a sure thing at this point, so I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I've been alive for 26 years. We weren't even going <laughs> to, we weren't even, see, so, so this is how cool we are. So, so she loves me. I love her. And she's um, the most amazing person. Yeah, Kathy's met. great. I love her. And so. With the C. With the C. And, uh. Our, our 25th anniversary was a year ago in January, <clears throat> and we went 
we only celebrated it because of peer pressure. We were like, we were totally cool with not doing anything. We knew everything was fine. We ended up going to Dave and Buster's venue. The venue. Ooh, it's nice. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I think I spent like a, gro- a week's worth of groceries <laughs> at the freaking venue. The the bottle of wine was worth more than I think I spend on meat in a week. It's a fun time though. Like <laughs> it was, it was like good. good. It was time. really good. It was really good, and I didn't have to make the sauce. So there you go. There it was a win win. I appreciate that he likes the deals better than the the food though. Yeah. Like, well, there is a certain, you know, you know, it's element not, to going out. Yeah. And it's not that, not it's that fun. I, I just don't know. I don't know how people afford, how the hell do you afford eating out two, three meals a day? That's crazy. Oh, we don't, but we do it. You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're all in debt. We're all in debt up to our ears. That's how the do problem. you afford having fresh food at your house all the time? It is cheap as hell. I feed three people. What do you buy when you day. go to the grocery store? What do you buy? Okay, so well, I mean, I buy a ton of vegetables. You have to buy carrots and onions. You know, you, your base flavors. You know, your bottom of your pyramid that you're building your food flavors up, right? So I spend a lot of time in the produce section. I'm squeezing stuff. I'm smelling. Think your your produce should smell like your produce. It should an onion should smell like an onion, or an, an apple should smell like an apple. If it doesn't, it's not ripe. It's not fresh, and don't buy it. Okay. So I I actually go to typical weekend for me is i go <clears throat> to the coffee shop i got a, two or three recipe books with me and then uh i get there like about six in the morning and i'm planning all my meals for the whole week and then sunday is always a huge meal so that i can have leftovers and then i take that to work and eat and she my wife does too and so um so then i uh i go to shit probably three or five or six different stores, depending on what I want, because I know what I, I know. What's where I know I know where things are. It's too much. No, it's not. It's actually fine. I, and I get home by noon on Saturday or Sunday after having you know coffee with my friends and running around to six or seven different stores or whatever, two three whatever it is, whatever I need. And the people there all know me and they're pretty cool, you know. And so I get my stuff and I go home and then I put it all away and then then which, which stores do you go to? And that's once a week. Every week, yeah, but I'm. That, but but I'm once spending, a week, that's fine. Like, yeah, I could do yeah, that. I just yeah. don't want to go to the store every day. You know, no, I mean, it depends. I, you know, sometimes I do. If 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 like I go there and the produce is crap, I'm not going to buy it, and so I'll go back to like Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever it is. But as far as the stores I go to, I go to Trader Joe's damn near every week. That place is awesome and it's cheap as hell. Um, uh, once in a while, Whole Foods, but I mean, there's a reason they call it Whole Paycheck. That place that'll kill you. You know, High V Super Saver. Once in a while, Russ's. I go to Sam's and Costco um, just to get stuff. I mean, household supplies and stuff. I mean, you got to get that, you know, the, the toiletries and whatnot. But, <clears throat> I mean, if you're going to get bulk meat, you know, and, and cut it up, I've got like five pork shoulders in my freezer right now. You know, I've got like six chickens in my freezer right now <laughs> because they're on sale, and so I get them. So, Do you feed them? No, they're frozen. Oh, they're okay. dead and frozen just and chicken. packaged. I can cut it up, but I can't feed it's it. It's a good joke. Bad joke. It's a good joke. Bad joke. So, so yeah, so, and then they turn into whatever. Can we just like follow you around on one of these weekends? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, I've got a friend. <laughs> I got a friend who claims he's a funny guy. He claims that he doesn't know how to cook, but he, he does a lot of stuff. And, but he actually had me go to take him to the meat counter at Hy-Vee and basically give him like lessons on what cuts of meat were what and what you do with them and 
stuff like that. It was kind of funny, but yeah. I probably need that. I could, I would, I would actually do that. It's not that hard. To teach how to ch- cut up a whole chicken, really easy. Can you buy a whole chicken? Oh yeah, I've got I've got a whole chicken in my freezer right now. He's got six of them. I have yeah, at least six. Um, when when Super Saver does their mega meat sale, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. They, they sell like these massive slabs. Like it's just buy a half a cow. Yes, and and, and you're expected to go home and butcher it. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Absolutely. That's that's why. See, that's that's what, why your knives are sharp. That's what I want to know. Is I want to know when I buy half a cow, what do I do with it? But see, the nice thing about going there every week is you know that half the time that mega meat sale is bullshit, and those prices, <laughs> those prices are the same price it was last week. They just put a sign up today. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You can you can buy like a like a I don't know a New York strip or a a, 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 a ribeye roast, a rib roast, you know, and cut it into steaks. I mean. I'm kind of picky about what I'll eat. So, I mean, those are about the only two cuts of steak that I'll eat because wow. I'm a La-dee-da. fancy boy. So, <laughs> but I mean, they taste good. They freaking taste good, you know? And so that's what I get. And so, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you, you, you can, I, I think I probably spend on an expensive week. I'm spending maybe 150 to $200 max on every night's reasonably a restaurant grade meal. That's solid. Because because then you know if you go out to, I don't know, what the hell restaurants are out in town now? I don't even know. I mean, you go to Blue Orchid or you go to Hero or you go to wherever. I mean, even oh, if you go to like a, I love Hero sushi. Sushi. The only point of sushi though is as a vehicle for wasabi. I mean, wasabi. I love wasabi. Really? Oh god, I wasabi. Love wasabi. <laughs> love it. But Help. but you know, so you go like like go to Mellow Mushroom and get a decent pizza. It's a good pizza, but I mean, what what yeah. is that going to cost you for? For two people, what's that going to cost you though? You, you get a couple beers, you get a pizza. It's going to cost you fifty bucks. It and, should cost you tip, zero. Whatever it should co- be free whatever. because it's made for nothing. Nobody. Can Connor, make- we haven't talked about pizza tonight, like you promised we would. Mellow mushroom shit. What's a good pizza in town? I honestly don't know. You you need to make your own pizza. You need to go buy. I do. That's what I do. There you, you go. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a I, good dough recipe? I don't. Make I've my got own like dough. twelve. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, I just—I literally just made pizza Saturday, and yeah, I, I don't make my own dough, but I, you know, I put all the stuff on it. Just buy a boboli or whatever the hell it is. I—I've been don't, search- hey, no, I, I'm I've an been, amateur. I know, been, you know, you I've have, been searching for a good dough recipe, and I, I feel like I've fallen flat in that area. So if you've got a good dough recipe, I have um, probably seven or eight good dough recipes. Depending on if you want a uh, deep dish, which is a real pizza and a good pizza. Uh, going, <laughs> Agreed. To, going to Chicago next week. Going to get some deep dish. I'm really excited about that. Um, love, and, uh, love that place. Love it. Best town in the, wait, wait, best which, town in the whole country. Which Chicago deep dish? <sighs> My dad's from Chicago, and we're kind of a Malnati's family. Yep. But, I mean, That's you know, it's yeah, it's, it's good stuff. That's the answer. But we'll probably, we're, we got an Airbnb up uh, north side, and we're going to probably hit something just in the neighborhood. Neighbor, local neighborhood pizza is the best. 100%. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's this place in New York, and it's not even it's it's not in the city or anything. Like you never heard of it on any national thing at all. Mm-hmm. And my dad, mm, did took, they have good cheese pizza? My dad took me to it one time. <laughs> uh, it's called Asian Pizza. It's at Sunvet Mall in Long Island. Uh-huh. It's fucking awesome. It's the best pizza I've ever had yeah. in my entire life. Do you ever have it's a topping? There? Totally nondescript. Fuck you. <laughs> I have never been. I've never been east of East Lansing, Michigan. I really? 
No, I don't even think that stuff. It, oh, whole, man. The whole East Coast seems like a myth. I don't think it's real. Oh, come on. You got to have York? some legit really? pizza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been to Chicago. I've had legit pizza. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> that's really good. No, like, it is. It deep is. dish pizza is really good pizza. I hate the argument that deep dish pizza isn't pizza. I know it's stupid. Yeah. But New York style pizza, I mean, whew. Where do you get New York style pizza in the Midwest? Like in the, in Nebraska or Omaha? Where do you get it? Take them like, to Zio's. I, Zio's. I, you know, I think that's fine. Like, I, I actually kind of like uh, like a Sam and Louis. Like oh, yeah? I think it's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's tough, though. Mark, there's there's is, no Sam and Louis in town anymore, right? I don't think so. Not they, anymore. They took the one no. out downtown. Yeah. I was kind of pissed about that, actually. They had, they had one down south. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. So you got to go to Omaha now. Yeah. Omaha, 120th and Blondo has one still. Been there forever. Used to be called Don Carmelo's Pizza, mm. which was also good. Yeah. I'll have to go to New York and try it out. For real? Yeah. Just anywhere. Hey, I want a slice of cheese pizza. Hey. But you want a recipe, you let me know. I got it. I either got it or I know where to get it. I, can I know a guy. You. I know a guy. <laughs> Believe me, I know a guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna hold you to that one. We All did right. our beer ratings, and I think that means our episode is over. Okay, thank you to Clannosaurus CEO uh, for joining us. That was really nice, and I would expect uh, uh, we're going to talk to him soon on the day job. He has obviously a lot of thoughts about football, so there's a little tease for the day job there. Sorry about that. Do you want do, do you we, want, do you do want to hear his tweet to to us? No, after? yeah, I do. Yeah. He says. Listening to Three Beers Later host mature right before my eyes was a beautiful thing. The soft, subtle quivering in his voice, a furtive, vulnerable state. It was like an Elon Musk earnings call set to slow dancing in a burning room. Like watching teen lions eat a deer on TV. Three Beers Later, I want you to put on your iPhone headphones, turn the volume to medium. When all your friends leave, lay down and just keep rewinding and listening to me until you fall asleep. Me whispering to you inside you warm but oh. nervous the sound feels so good i can hear my voice. him i can hear him <laughs> he, he's probably going to continue for like four more tweets so he's, should... an, he's an amazing dude that is uh, yeah honestly there's a lot to that i feel like um so we need to keep diving deeper <laughs> we'll have him on again and we'll, we'll just keep We'll, we'll have our spoon and we'll keep digging. Yep. Uh, but that's the show. We'll make him cry one of these times. It was there. good. The beer was good. Mark, and uh, you can go to the website and Google Play, or... iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher. Thank you, Lance. Thank you, guys. It was great. It was super fun. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.